Culture Wings. If you're looking for flavorful wings in the Rockland County, New York area, we've got the place for you. Give them a follow on Instagram at FTC Wings. Again, that's at FTC underscore W-I-N-G-Z. Place your order in the DMs or give them a call at 845-200-1600. Free delivery to those who are in the Havistraw and West Havistraw area. Please be sure to vote weekly on their Instagram page for the sauce of the week. Thai chili, honey barbecue, Cajun, lemon pepper, and garlic parm are the weekly wing flavors. Eight piece for $7, eight piece combo for $10. 16 piece for $14, 16 piece combo for $17. 24 piece for $21, 24 piece combo for $24. An order of fries is $3, loaded fries for $5. Mozzarella sticks are also an option. Eight for $5, 16 for $10. Beverages are all $1, which includes Coke, Sprite, and water. They have catering options as well. Please be sure to use the Blast Podcast promo code to get a free order of fries. Orders are taken only on Sundays from 12 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. These wings sell out fast, so don't miss out on the opportunity to taste the best wings in Rockland County, New York. Remember the name, Culture Wings. The Last Life Gaming Network is an over-the-top platform catering to the gamer. With numerous options upon launch, the LLGN will provide you with countless choices to start your experience. Shows such as collections, IRL, party games, playthroughs, and GUI, gaming under the influence, as well as highlights of Twitch and Mixer live streams, the network will have you itching for more. LLGN Sports will provide sports coverage as well as sports-related topics. With an interactive live stream schedule, the network will provide you with many reasons to be a part of our Last Life community. Make sure to subscribe to the Last Life Gaming Network on YouTube when it drops in the fall of 2019. Are you ready to be a Last Lifer? Yo, yo, it's the Blast Podcast with DSP and Precise. Great music, great vibes. The show will give you life, the advice, and the news you probably never even knew. Apple Music, Spotify, stay motherfucking tuned. I'm in tune, I'm amused at all they fucking do. That's what's up, though. Putting Rockland on the map, we need more of those. So stop wasting time with all them phony shows. I blast your podcast for not supporting, ho. We not riding waves here. Y'all at the rodeo. See, we the realest up in town. Turn up your radio. The Blast Podcast. Royalty in the fresh. Yeah, G Guns. Tune in to the podcast. The Blast. My man DSP. Precise. Who got the latest news that's precise in DSP? The 411, yeah, I know where I'm from. 845, won't lower my gun. Blast like the podcast. Chicken wings from Coach of My Lunch. In the county, know who run it. Stay woke, they wanna know who done it. Rick, uh, 
get in tune with DSP and precise. Taking this podcast thing to different heights. If you nice, they pull up on them, get on the mic. They showcase talent and speak on real life. If you got a business, they promote to get cash. So tune in now to the Blast Podcast. Rick. follows the IG page. I think he follows the IG page. Cause I see him like, 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 like it. I see him like it. Every time I post something about FTC Wayne, that's dope. That's dope. We love it. I wish you nothing but success, bro. For real, for real. We love it. I wish you nothing but success, bro. For real, for real. Success, 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 success. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Thank you. And because you're gonna love this shit. It's really, really good. Culture wings. Make sure you follow them, man. Don't forget the last podcast. You can just say our names. Save a little money. And get free fries. All right, next up, yo, precise man. How did you feel when I told you? I was so happy to have you. This is family. You also understand ownership because before you guys came on here, we were talking about ownership and how important it was. I guess um, we want to jump right into it. What's going on, family? You know what it is. You know what time it is. It's your boy, brother DSP. You are now listening to the Blast Podcast. I am here with the homie. Precise. Precise is in the building. What's good, Precise? How you been, my man? Chilling, man. I've been all right, you know. Taking care of business? Taking care of business, man. Um, I apologize to the fans, everybody listening to the show. I had to step out a little early. He had to. For the family part there. Yeah. You know I'm saying I had to step out a little early, but my man DSP I held, held it down, it down of course. It I was a to. great show. Yes, man. Two great guests that we had. We, one day, four, five. And they opened up, man. You got them to open up for yeah, sure. When yeah. you were there, brother... You got them to open up, and they just remained open throughout the rest of the show. So we, it was, it was easy work, man. You know how we do. So I threw that nice alley. Yes, you did. <laughs> it was a great assist, brother. For real, for real. And once again, they're gonna see you showcase your skill on another episode coming up. That's what I love to do, man. We got uh, a lot of interviews coming up. Yeah, man. you got yo. I, I'm gonna, this episode coming up. I'm, we're not gonna say who the guests are just yet. Right now, we're. I just want to. Build the anticipation for for what they're about to hear because, like th- this episode, I purposely wanted it to be interviews because I knew once I put the ball in your hands, I was like, "Yo, guess what? You get to choose the guests." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah I, I knew you were gonna be like, that, "Word!" 
I'm me? Feeling, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like me. I was like, all right, I gotta think about this. So yeah. I make sure I'm yeah. picking the right I gave pieces. you time. And there's so there's so many people too, man. Yeah, but, um, but you know, I think when you told me the people who you are getting, who we're announcing next next week, mm-hmm. I was like, yes, you did exactly what I thought you were gonna do. And then of course, mm-hmm. I added one more person because I knew right. you knew that person. Right. Yes. So yes, I was yes. like, boom, perfect. And they reached back to me. They were like, they're all good. So. It's about to go down that episode, man. man. I appreciate your confidence in me. Absolutely. Now we're sharing this platform. And I'm like, yo, let me be more responsible with the platform. And I'm like, you know what? It's time for Precise to really, really shine through now. You know what I mean? Let's let's do a whole episode where we do the interview. They have to see that side of you. They have to see like, yo, he really does this. I do, I do a you know what I'm saying? To the point where they're like hitting you in the DMs like, yo, what's good? How can I get I, on Beats listen, TV? Man, there is nothing more I would want before you know what I mean? hit me up That's... and tell me that you want to sit down, you want to talk, yes. you want to get interviews popping. Listen, yes. man, this is what I do. Like, this even if it's just do. like a quickie, tell them you, it's like, what's it's what's nothing. Good? I'll get you to talk. <laughs> Believe me, I'll get you to talk. Just say you want a few minutes. All right, I got you. So good, man. I love doing this. Yeah, man. man. So, so now, you, now you're going to have, like, a whole episode where you get to, like... Just go in. And it's going to be different personalities. That's mm-hmm. what I want them to know, too. It's not going to be just, like, one guest like you've been doing before. Yeah. It's different personalities with different brands, different, different businesses. Yeah, yeah. It's... Yep. Oh, I can't it's wait, bro. Dope, I can't wait, man. It's just taking the platform to another level within that's what we here to do. within our you know environment and that's what i want to do man you know what i'm saying oh make sure you guys listen to mor voh basketball experience Dro- number three dropping tomorrow at midnight so because you're going to be listening to us in the morning on sunday as per usual so for those of you who listen on the first day this is released Make sure you listen to the MOR VOH Basketball Experience, number three. If you haven't listened to the other two, make sure to listen to the other two right now. And then when number three drops at midnight, you'll be all caught up and ready for the full coverage that we're going to provide. Full coverage. We're going to be hitting y'all with play-by-play, <sighs> halftime interviews, post-game interviews, it's... play over the game. All of that, man. If y'all watch the NBA and you watch ESPN, if you haven't felt the temperature by now, that's the direction that they're trying to That's go where they're trying to get into. And that's where we are going to bring it. And I have no doubt in my mind that that's exactly where this whole movement is going to head to. Bro, I'm like... I have no doubt in my mind. It's, it's, it's so great that we're involved because now we get to bring our own flavor to the to the mix. You know what I'm yes, saying? It's, it's just great, man. I'm super, super fired up to be involved with this. It's, it's just amazing, bro. I mean, what else is there? Uh, how was your week, man? Now, let's talk about that, because I don't want to get right into the topics yeah, right to... right quick. Let's let's just talk about how you've been, man, because they haven't heard from you right, in a while. Right, after right. you after you did your quick little dip yeah. <laughs> um, the, during the episode with yeah, the guests, yeah, 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 yeah. and then last week you weren't mm-hmm. there because yeah. you had to take care of some bi yeah, you know what i'm saying like tell happens. tell them tell them how you've been because you've been making the posts i've been seeing you put posting some old albums that i'm like yeah, damn yeah. i remember this album see, man, see that nostalgia that's and that's what i wanted to do right there the same way you just told me you caught that feeling yeah that's what i wanted that's to do. what you wanted to back, provide okay you know bring back that that feeling and 
I just get caught up at work, man. I know a lot of music that's out right now, but I'm not really on it 100%. So, and, you know, sometimes I'll go back to what I know. So I find myself in very nostalgic positions where I'm listening to a lot of throwback music, man, and I still get that feeling like it's fresh. Facts. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm very huge and heavy on lyrics. Like, I, I love lyrics, man, so. And it's very rare these days, so that's why I'm like, I understand where you're coming from when right, you say, right. um, I, I know about a lot of the new music, but it's not like where, I, it's not resonating with me. Yeah, it's not something where I'm like, oh, let me go uh, search for Little Tekka, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, all, yeah, all, little, all, little, the, all the Lils yeah, and the exactly. Mains and all of them. <laughs> not, not to knock them. Because no, I'm not, not at all. The, I'm not one of the old heads like, oh, rap is fucked up. Yeah, yeah, nah. Rap is I'm definitely what it's not supposed there. to be right now. Yeah. Because we all know hip-hop takes its stages and phases. Exactly. So it goes where, through its cycles. Right yeah, it goes through its cycles. And if you hate it, that's what they got Spotify and YouTube and Apple Music and Tidal. You could always you get in back. your time machine. Exactly. And go back. Hop in the DeLorean, man. But me, me... I love the art form so much, I can listen to these new dudes yeah. and not even be like, hmm, they're trash. They're not mm -hmm. saying what I want them to say. Mm -hmm. No, because guess what? I can find some new dudes that are spitting what I want to hear. Right. You know what I mean? I'm not that close-minded because I know some people that are so close-minded, they only just listen to just, for example, like the Wu-Tang. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. all they listen to. Like, even if they're new stuff, they're just listening to Wu-Tang. And I'm like, that's cool. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with being loyal because guess what? I just listened to Ghostface album, his recent one, Ghostface Killers. I love it. But that, I'm not going to not listen to the, the Baby album. Yeah, Remember yeah. I was telling yeah, you that right, the other right. day? I was yeah, like, yo, yeah, I was listening yeah. to the Baby yeah. album. Like, And it's good to keep that, uh, that to, it's good to keep your eyes open and have that versatility with your ears. Man. To be fresh. You, you might get bored with the same shit after a while. Yeah, man. And it's... Hip-hop is ever-evolving, and if you truly love the, the, the music, if you truly love the culture, um, you you won't get bored with it. Nope. You know what I mean? Especially if you consume it in a way where you're not limiting yourself. You're, you're like, you know what? I, I know what I like, mm -hmm. and I'm never going to veer away from that, but you know what? Let me let me see if my ear will catch something else. Yeah, just, like, just like with food, man. You don't Oh my god. <laughs> that is you know what I'm saying? Different foods have Oh that was so perfect. That was so give you different feelings. That's a perfect analogy. That's what we do, man. It's a perfect that's analogy because exactly you can't just eat one freaking plate mm -hmm. all the time. I mean we got our favorites and all that. Of course. Still, you gotta keep your You you your got your go-to's, but what if one day they're like, yo, try this. I'm pretty sure you'll like it, and you're just like, you know what, let me try it. Mm -hmm. And then boom. New favorite dish. Exactly. You didn't know that because you were being skeptical about every other plate. Because, hey, I tell you, that shit for sure happened with me with um, some goddamn uh, garlic palm wings, boy. And you know, shout, shout out. No. Shout out to Culture Wings, man. Shout out to Culture Wings. Bruh. Those garlic palm wings, because I never Bruh. had garlic palm. I haven't either until that show that day. Bro. And I've been ordering them ever since. Well, you know that, yo. You know that they only they, they only do that thing on um Sunday. on Sundays. Yeah. But listen, FTC man, there's football on Monday, there's football on Thursday. Y'all gotta give us a yo, little more, man. Yo, my thing is, farm, I think that's the only time like he's free. Yeah, I get that. You know what 
mean? But I, I, I'm thinking that maybe he's probably starting to see, like, you know what? Nah, there's definitely plans to expand, man, because... If I could do this at least Saturday and Sunday, or at least Friday afternoon until Sunday... And, bro, Monday night football, Thursday night football, and he's selling out on Sundays? And w- within hours... Mondays and Thursdays, though. He's going to kill. So I understand you're getting your thing right. Shout out to FTC. Shout out to FTC. I understand y'all getting man. everything together, but listen, man, keep that in mind, bro. There's two other days for football, and. It and just we want works them, out. we want to give them that um Popeye's spicy chicken buzz, man. That spicy chicken sandwich yeah, buzz yeah. for sure, I'm, man. Getting up there, man. I'm seeing everybody, I'm seeing reposting their different yeah. everything. And every time I see their post, Sold out, sold out. Yeah, I'm, and I'm loving that, man. I'm super happy for both Robert and her name's Alicia. Alicia? I'm just going to say his, the lady in his life. The lady, I don't, yeah, because I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say I don't know. I thought it was Alicia. Hopefully she but doesn't But she likes kill. to stay low key. Yeah, she, she likes to stay behind the scenes. Her. But shout out to her. her flowers, as you would say. Yeah, Let's man, got flowers. to, got to, got to, got to, because she's the one behind the garlic parm. She's the one behind it. So I'm like, yo, we got to give her credit when it's due. And, yo, all the other flavors that I've seen them start finessing lately. Yeah. I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm getting tired of y'all. <laughs> um, y'all going to make me have to go down there on a Sunday to get some shit. Yo, bro, it's 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 just beautiful to see things, man. Yo, let's get into the shits right quick then, man. It's time to get into the shits. The shits, my brother. Let's NBA season has begun. Let's talk about that. I mean, first and foremost, um, who missed opening day? Uh, Zion. He did, man. He, he got did. his. He got a meniscus surgery. And they lost. Do you think that? Not to sidetrack. No, no, it's not really a sidetrack. We're getting into it. Do you think mm-hmm. that maybe he had too many playing minutes in the preseason? That you know what? Possibly would put a strain on his health. Because he was I going didn't, off. Was I didn't think off, of that. Man. What I was thinking was he had this knee issue mm-hmm. since the sneakers blew up on him in the mm-hmm. tournament. And they tried to keep it silent. Because and try to, try to if you remember, down. Nike lost tons of money when that happened. They did. They said almost to a almost a billion. And um he sat out for a while. Yeah, he did, he did. You know what I mean? He was probably like, oh, you know what I mean? I'm all right. Because remember, he's young. So to him, it's just like a nick. Yeah, yeah. He'll, you know what I mean? He like didn't that. realize like how that. serious it was mm-hmm. until what you just said. Getting those minutes, mm-hmm. playing at a high level against professionals. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, he was... He was doing his thing. like non-professional. Yeah, he was I, doing I was his thing. Saying, Jesus. Yeah, I was shocked. was working out Yo. there, boy. He's fascinating to watch. Yes, he is. He's fascinating that would have been great to see him on opening day. Yeah, they would have won because they only lost by, it was within like 10 I points. I think I have the scorecard yeah, here. Let's more specific. Oh, right? no, I don't have the points. No. no, I just have stats. I just have stats. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. Hold up, hold up. Let me see if I can get the points. But I do believe it was a close game. Um, Siakam and Van Vliet went off. I think Van those are, those nice, are going to be the two guys that's carrying the squad. Van Vliet, since last season, man. When I since the playoffs, team, man. He balls out. I, when he I was watching him out. in the playoffs, I was shocked. I was yeah, like, who is this dude? Yeah. I was like, yo, who is yeah. this guy? He's that's, like. That's why they kept him. He's legit. He's legit, man. And to, to see him balling with Kawhi at his level, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. 122 to 130. It was yeah. an overtime game, too. Yeah. 
Yeah, you had Zion in the picture, man. You know he's gonna. It, it would have been. I think yeah. it would have been different. Him, him, and Siakam definitely would have went at it. They would have definitely got the dub. Um, Siakam had thirty-four and eighteen. Van Vliet had thirty-four and seven. The leading scorer for um, the Pelicans was Brandon Ingram, twenty-two. Mm. Uh, he had five boards and five assists. JJ Redick had sixteen points. Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday is so underrated. Thirteen points, six yeah. assists. Lonzo Ball only had uh, eight points, five boards, and five assists, which is not a bad game, but... That's usually what he brings to the table. He needs to take it to another level, in my opinion. You know what I mean? On another level of um, being a stronger distributor or another level of... No, his distributor, I have no issue scoring. Bringing that to the table. Scoring. Distribution, he has... I have no issue with this. He has great vision on the court. Yeah, absolutely. All of them do. All the Ball brothers do. Like, because if you see LaMelo, yeah, he's yeah. making those guys look like little kids out there that. in Australia. I've seen that. I'm like, okay, he's ready. You know what I'm saying? So Lonzo, he's a great passer as well. Um, but the thing with Lonzo is that sometimes when he's going up against, say, a stronger point guards, mm-hmm. Van Vliet, perhaps, mm-hmm. we'll say, who had 34, and seven, he disappears. Maybe that's not his. I don't know if that's been his realm to be that physical point guard to the point where he's, you know, giving in a lot of points and contributing. I think he's kind of like that, that glue piece. You know, he'll score. I, no, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Himself. I know he what you might mean. Just be more of a, a glue player, you know. I believe that Alvin Gentry would want more. You know what I mean? I I think Alvin Gentry is like, I put this team together because I got Zion. Ingram is a bucket. Mm -hmm. Um, Who else? JJ can shoot the lights out. Drew's a bucket. Um, And I have Lonzo there because he can get the ball to all of them. But I know he can do his thing too. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to judge him yet. It's still super early in the season. And he's not playing with a key piece. Mm-hmm. Someone who I think is going to transcend his game as well. I think so, too, because he seems very happy in uh, New Orleans. Dude. Not that he seemed miserable <clears throat> in L.A. No, no, not at all, but... He spoke about the pressure and the... Uh, we've, yeah, we definitely touched on and it. and everything he's been facing over there. But now I think he can just fall back a little. And he's also, he he's also kind of distancing himself from his dad. Yeah, he's put... Oh, is he? Kind of. I'm not saying that he completely, like, pushed his father away, but when it comes to business... That's just how it seems. When it comes to business, mm-hmm. I don't really see LeVar around like that, around him, you know what I mean? I'm starting to see LeVar more going towards LaMelo now, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, we'll see what, how that plays out, but that Raptors-Pelicans game was a goodie. Clippers-Lakers. Clippers and Lakers, wow, there's, there's a lot of talk. Well, before we get into that, what's the score again? Let's get the people to the bottom line. Let me, yeah, let me, let me get that for y'all right quick. So but what I'm, yeah. what I'm gonna say in 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 lieu of that, in lieu of me searching for that, um, what a game. Um, the score was 112 to 102. Clippers. The same game where LeBron was getting MVP chance. Mm-hmm. Same game where Kawhi was getting booed. Mm. In the same building. That's crazy. He is just... He, he, he's an assassin, man. 
Kawhi? Yeah, you seen all the, all the memes about him and shit? Yeah, man. You want to hear a stat line? Yeah. 30 points, mm. six boards, mm. five assists, two steals, one block. That's without Paul George, by the way, for those who have not been in tune. That was without Paul George. I, I need you to say that one more time, one more time for him. please. So Kawhi stepping over to the Clippers without Paul George, who was the other half of the whole hype of the team, took out a very heavily stacked Los Angeles Lakers team. Bro. To everyone's surprise. Every time I say that to somebody, they're like, oh my God, I forgot Paul George is on that team. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, man. He's doing this with Lou Will Montrez Harrell. Mm-hmm. So you're telling Beverly me... Too there, right? Huh? Pat Beverly too is on the Clippers? No, Pat Bev is on the Lakers. Pat Bev is on the Lakers? Yeah. No, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Take that back. I take that back. Take that back. He's, yeah, on, he's, the on, he's on the Clippers. Starting right? point guard yeah, yeah, of the Clippers. Good. Yes. Because he was talking greasy yesterday mm. about... No, not yesterday. I believe Thursday when they bust the Golden State Warriors ass mm. at Golden State. Mm. Mm. The Clippers are no joke right now, That's B. Now I see why 46% of those GMs said they about to win it. So they're only 4% under 50, so everybody's pretty much giving it to them already. It's still early. I'll, I'll put them in the category uh, of dude. notable contestants. Absolutely. It's still early. It's still very early. L.A. is still probably trying to get pieces together because their bench, when I watched that game yeah. against the Clippers, looked so suspect against the Clippers bench. Because, remember, the Clippers got Lou Williams coming off the bench. Mm-hmm. He gave them nice. 21-5 21 points, 5 boards, 7 assists, 1 steal. Off the bench. The the Lakers had no one doing anything off the bench, bro. I'm sure they'll make some some adjustments. I'm hearing rumblings. Let me see if this is what you're about to say. That J.R. Hennessy Smith might be coming through. (laughs) Um... Anything is possible. J.R. Hennessy Smith. Yo, I'm saying, I'm hearing he might be coming through, so I don't know. I think it's a good pickup, but once again, you know what I got to harken back to. Why not Mello? That's, uh, that's, that's dead and gone, man. Nobody's taking it. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, why are they killing my guy like this, man? Mello would really... If they bring back J.R. Smith, that may be a slap in the face. Um, if if J.R. Smith... J.R. Smith has package, too, by the way. I mean, he has luggage, too. <gasps> so, you know, he's not... On, I know. You know. He was on the Knicks. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's when yeah. he packed on some more yeah. of that luggage yeah. on there, too. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? But... Um, good player, though. Definitely good player. I want to Good scorer. Yeah. He's prob- he would be a good piece to the Lakers bench now. Because the Lakers don't have no one, yo. But my thing is, like, you couldn't get Melo to come off the bench? Give you a few. Melo's a bucket. It's just, if I see JR get this contract or this shot before Melo, I'll be like, okay, I'm with my dude Precise. It's over. Yeah, man, it's it's really really close. It's over. And if they're picking up people, man, why not go with my man Jamal Crawford? Crawford, another one! Jamal Crawford, a chance at a championship. That man has... Putting a lot of work, but just always. He's another bucket. He's still nice, man. He's still nice. Another bucket, and oh my god, I wish you were. I wish you were able to watch that game because the bench looked 
they look so bad against the Clippers bench. They'll, they'll fix. They'll fix. That. They have to. They'll fix that. I'm sure it was like glaring on the on the um the game film, the game tape when they were watching. It. Yeah, like shit. They they had to because you know how how intelligent LeBron is, and when he's watching the game, he's gonna be like, damn, we looked horrible when we were on the bench. Yeah, and I'm sure he's upset, man. There's a Heck lot yeah. of expectation, in your opinion. Is it championship or bust for this Los Angeles Lakers team? Are you saying that if they don't get to the championship, they don't win it, do you think this whole move has been a failure or a wasted trip? Well, I say it's a failure, no. Because they can come back and fuck shit up the fo- next year. I wouldn't call it a failure, well, for this but if they make it to the championship... With this squad, what I saw <laughs> on opening night, mm-hmm. it's not a failure. They don't even have to win it because that bench is super suspect. Super duper suspect. AD balled out. Mm-hmm. He had 25, 25 points, 10 boards, 5 assists, 1 steal, 2 blocks. But Danny Green, Green had 28 good. points, 7 boards, 2 steals. He was the leading scorer for the Lakers that game. LeBron only had 18 points, nine yeah, boards, eight assists. That. I was very surprised when I see that. Like he didn't crack the, uh, he didn't crack the twenties. I don't know what he was know. doing. Maybe he saw his man Danny was on fire and AD was doing it. He was like, you know what? I'm gonna fall back because the game that they, I think they played last night. Mm-hmm. I think he dropped around 32. I was like, okay, that's LeBron. Yeah, Not this guy I saw <laughs> I on opening night. I don't know who. I don't know who. Who was that guy? <laughs> yes, he almost got a triple double. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Even if he would have got it, I would have been like, eighteen points though. Yeah, and I heard that he was uh, kind of shying away from guarding Kawhi. I don't doubt that because he does the same thing with KD. I don't. I don't understand why he does not he want that Kawhi smoke. He and this is something that we've heard about LeBron even preceding this season. Yeah, he, he does not want the smoke from. I don't understand, dog. How are you gonna be the best? But you got you got to get out there and play deep. You got to set that example for your team. If you are that man, if you are the nigga on your team, yo, I got him. Kawhi, I right, cool. I got him. Is, doesn't, Kawhi, you, doesn't doesn't Kawhi give it up like that? Kawhi does. He plays. But if you're LeBron James, why are you falling back from guarding? These star players on, on these teams. I don't know. Why are you shying away and not... I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Because whoever told you that was absolutely right. He did not want to smoke. No, that's like, from... Yeah, that... It, yo, it's it's beginning to be something that's known, man. I see yeah. like memes and shit. And, no, it's true, though. Yeah. The memes... I know the memes are jokes sometimes, but there's yeah. usually a lot of truth behind the jokes, bro. There's a lot of truth behind it, man. Um, Another game, it wasn't opening night. Was that I paid attention to, of course. It was the first game for the Knicks. They played the Spurs. Um, mm, that's a way to come in. Um, our so-called big three, I guess, would be like Marcus Morris, uh, Julius Randle, and R.J. Barrett. They showed up. They made R.J. Barrett start at point guard that night. Really? Yeah, they didn't do it again against the Nets, which we're going to get into next. Um, they made Alfred play, Alfred Payton start, who I thought should have started this game. Um, Marcus Morris had 26 points and four boards. Julius Randle, a walking double-double, 25 points, 11 boards, six assists. R.J. Barrett, 21 points, five boards, two assists, 
Um, Kevin Knox had 13 points and five boards. Mm. Alfred Payton, 11 points and eight assists, and that was coming off the bench. Um, and uh, LaMarcus Aldridge had 22 and eight. Bryn Forbes had 20 points and five assists. DeWante Morio, 18 points, eight boards, six assists. DeMar DeRozan looked like he took the night off. 13 points, four boards, and four assists. Maybe he's a little salty that, uh, you know, the year he left his team, that's the year they won the championship. <laughs> he might be salty about that. Nah, and I'm hearing I'm hearing that him and the Spurs organization are not working out too well. Seeing eye to eye when it comes to money talk. Where the Raptors are looking right now, hey man, we're sorry, come on home. Hypothetical. You telling me they want to take Demar right back right oh, yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, probably yeah. Especially uh, since they lost Kawhi. Like, why come not? fill that void, brother. Come fill it. We man. got Pascal, we got Van Vliet. Let's mm-hmm. do it. It makes sense to me. It makes absolute sense to it me too, brother. Me. You know what I mean? I mean, ugh. Rudy Gay. I, I forgot. Rudy Gay. Was on the Spurs. He had 13 points, six assists, three. I mean, six boards, three assists. Final score of that game was 120, uh, 111. Um, first game for the Nets, they played the T Wolves. Carl uh, Anthony Towns, 36 points, 14 boards. Andrew Wiggins, 21 points, eight rebounds. Uh, Robert Covington had 15 points, nine boards. Jeff Teague, 14 points, four boards. That was the night Kyrie. Busted a 50 piece. Busted a 50 piece? On the T Wolves. Yes, 50 points, eight they boards. Lost, though, right? No. Wait. Because there was one game where Kyrie tried some crazy ass buzzer beating. Yeah, off the they lost. The that was the T Wolves game. That was the T Wolves game. That was the T Wolves game. Yeah, that's right. The Nets are one on one. Kyrie's a true. Kyrie's a walking bucket. Kyrie's a walking, talking bucket. His handle is just amazing. Watching him last night made me realize just how good that young brother is, man. Yeah, man. Talented, yo. Like, he's... Talented. It's like the ball is on a string when he's dribbling. He's put heavy emphasis on trying to master his handle, yo. A lot of drills. Bro, it's... He's nasty, man. It's it's freaky. You know who else is good on the the Nets? Karis LeVert. Yeah, he's he's on the rise. Yo, I was watching him last night against the Knicks, which was a great game, by the way, from both teams. Um, that game, I was really impressed by the Knicks with that roster they put out there. Um, the only issue that I have with the Knicks is they don't have a backup big man to back up. Uh, I believe his name is Mitchell Robinson. Oh, boy. They're going to need that. Man. They had, they had, because with the, the way they're playing basketball, they're still playing with the old school grit, we're going to have those bigs that are going to punch you in the mouth. And they have that with the starting five. Julius Randle, Morris, Morris, Uh and Mitchell Robinson in the middle, who's going to punch any weak shit you put up. Mm -hmm. But after that, when you take those guys out, what do you have to work with? And it hurt me watching that because I, I saw it immediately. Like, after the, like, when they sat down, like, maybe... Two, three possessions. I'm like, damn, we look softer without them in there. And you're telling me other teams are not going to peep that immediately? Expose that weakness. <laughs> Quick. And, yo, that's how the Nets, because guess what? The Knicks were winning in the fourth. And the Nets came back. Kyrie. 
Kyrie was determined. Caris, Caris, um, Levert was determined, man. Dinwiddie, who's an, another person that like shocks me every time I watch him. He's good too. He's nice. He's good. I was playing 2K with him one time. Dude, he's, he was going off. I was shocked, yo. I was like, he's yeah, nice in real life too. Like, I'm like, yo, this is crazy. I didn't know it was it was like this, man. And Torian Prince, another uh, double double. That's the game the, the Nets lost, 127 to 126. Like you said, Kyrie tried to hit the uh, buzzer yeah. beater. If he looked to the left, he had someone wide open for the corner three. But I know after he stumbled to do that crazy yeah, crossover, it took a lot of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he just had yeah, to get, get the shot up. Um, the Heat won 120 to 101. They beat the Grizzlies. Oh, nice. The Sixers look legit. They beat the Celtics 107-93. The Suns. Struggling, struggling Kemba Walker, it appeared. Yeah, he was struggling. struggling that game. Kemba Walker, yeah. That game he was struggling. Um, Suns versus Kings. Devin Booker? On the rise. He's a truth, B. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's been putting in work. 124, Suns. Kings, 95. He just needs to, either the Suns need to figure out what they're going to do as far as plugging in pieces, or he needs to say, I got to do what I have to do for my career and step over to another team because... I was oh, telling my, I was telling one of my coworkers that, mm -hmm. I was telling him, yo, Devin Booker is super, duper talented, but he's not gonna really get to showcase that in Arizona. He's not gonna really get to showcase that in Phoenix because one, they not, they're not gonna know how to rebuild around him, mm -hmm. and two, it's not a large market. Now imagine him on say Golden State. Imagine him say on uh Miami Heat. Imagine him say on a one of the Lakers or the fucking Clippers. I was about to say, yeah. I would send him to the Clippers. Oh my god. Imagine him on the Clippers. Nice. Kawhi, PG, and Devin Booker. Cause I as good as the as good as the Clippers sound with Paul George and uh, Kawhi Leonard, it still kind of feels a little incomplete. Like they need more. It's like, one yeah, more piece. Team, but yeah, they just need one more piece. Yes. But when we spoke about the Toronto Raptors, did they have that third piece? Because it was really Kawhi Leonard, uh, Siakam. Yeah, Siakam a little bit. But he didn't but really not, show not up to until the playoffs. Like, you know, a staple for yeah. that team. Uh, and, and, and Lowry. Lowry, yeah. So Lowry. And Lowry. Yeah, he didn't play that opening game. And then as the season picked up, then they started looking at other players. Yeah, you're right. Hmm. But I, I just think Kawhi is just a player that you almost have to play at his level to keep up with the dude. Remember how Jordan was? Mm -hmm. Like, people would always say, yo, he's the one that got Pippen to where Pippen to was. His game. Yeah, yeah, I think Kawhi makes you elevate your game because you see his work ethic. You're like, you know what? I want to do that because I see the spectacular shit he does on the court. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's, de he's definitely a leader by action because he's, he's, yes. he's, he's not a vocal leader. No. He's not gonna be the dude, yo. Yeah. We gotta get out there. We gotta get nah, this shit there. That's not him. He won't even give you a handshake. That's nah. how focused he is. <laughs> we see. We see we that. Seen we, that. that. We, seen we seen that. We seen that for sure, for <laughs> sure, yo. And that was funny as 
fuck when he did that shit. But yo, let's get into some um, entertainment news. Crossing over, yeah, we're crossing over. I mean, that was good sports coverage, right? Quick, I think we did, we did enough sports. We're not just a, just a sports podcast. We cover everything. You know what I mean? Guess who's coming out with a book? Who's coming out with a book? Fifty Cent. Oh, another. He's in his, he's in his bag. Remember, we were talking about how he did the book with the author of the uh, Forty Eight Laws of Power. Yes, yes. He yeah, had the yeah, book yep, called yep. The Fiftieth Law. It was a bestseller on the New York Times in two thousand nine. I think he had another book after that too. I he, did? he did. He wrote a book about bullying or something. Oh, I didn't know that. Which is ironic. Which is ironic. Yeah, that's how you. Anti-bully. That's how you built your career, that's brother. Been your whole niche. But hey, hey. But hey, I, I applaud that though. It's, it's hey, cool. get your bag yeah. elsewhere. Learn how to get your bag elsewhere. Well, 50's back in his author book. He's got a book coming out called Hustle Harder, mm. Hustle Smarter. Mm. It's a health self guide. It's a self-help guide for his fans. Um, I'm gonna read a quote from him verbatim. As an artist, I have evolved so much over the years with my transition into different sectors of the entertainment industry. I felt that it was time to share my experiences and knowledge through my latest book. Uh, 50 stated on that's what he said on pretty much on Instagram uh-huh. um, the book is supposed to be published on April 28th 2020 bro so it's a little bit of time plenty of time plenty man of time. It, but just to hear that he's getting into a different bag you see that mm-hmm. he's chasing he I think he's chasing that Billy he better be fucking chasing stars tonight because I want power on tonight. Yo, right? what's going on with that? They had a bullshit bye week last week. They, oh, they, oh, they, oh. They, they do that from time to time, but nobody oh. knew though. So as a fan of the show, okay, because I thought to watch, like we gotta get a warning or something, like no power this week. Like I'm, I'm queued up. You know what I'm saying, yeah, hey, you're like, yo, shit, like, where's right, my, where, where's my shit? And nothing there. Yeah, no, because I thought it was um some dealings with the cable company. Nah, because it even comes on with the app too. So the same. Oh, okay, app, okay. Yeah, so it was so just oh, it was just showing. oh, they did y'all dirty showing. then. They did just yeah, didn't yeah, announce yeah, anything. Yeah, Come on, fifth. What's going year? on? I think they've been doing that. Like I think it's season. been yeah. I think it's been going yeah, on like that because I remember when people would complain about it and they would kill them on um, Instagram and they'd be like, because I don't watch yeah. Power, but I remember like some of the Power posts would be funny as fuck, yo. It's just crazy about that show, but um. Let's get back into this. I got to read the description of the book. Um, Now, this is a book description. Now, in his most personal book, Jackson shakes up the self-help category with his unique cutting-edge lessons and hard-earned advice. Oh, hold up. I got to be in here. Oh, shit. Hard-earned advice. Yeah, they want to be live. Hard-earned hard, hard <laughs> advice on embracing change. Let me read that again. The self-help category with his unique cutting-edge lessons and hard-earned advice on embracing change. Where the 50th law tells readers, fear nothing and you shall succeed. Hustle harder, hustle smarter builds on this message. Combining it with Jackson street smarts and hard-learned corporate savvy to help readers successfully achieve their own comeback and to learn to flow with changes that disrupt their own lives. That sounds like he went through something when he realized he wasn't the man in music anymore. And he's actually now writing a book about it and how he can, or basically how he can help people with something that he went through. Mm-hmm. Because think about it, 50 was like... He was the man. The, like, when this shit came out, I'll whoop your head, boy. Oh, two. He was the, the fucking O2 man. Era. And I didn't catch that shit. I was, I was away upstate, yeah. college. Yeah. So, you know, it was like predominantly... 
white area. Okay, okay. So, um, you know, they didn't really have hip-hop and all that out there. Yeah. So when I came back to, you know what I'm saying, to town, yeah, yeah. everybody was like, you can find me in the club. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, what's this? Oh, what's this? And he was like, yo, it's a 50. Like, he's killing shit. I'm like, word. I'm like, all right. After I listening, and then that's when he went on that crazy run. run. G-Unit. Yeah. Thanks, Yayo. Buck. Killing shit. Yo, so like when I when I read that description and I'm like, huh, I'm sure when he fell off from the top, because that's what happened. I, I'm not throwing any shade. Mm-hmm. He's not at the top of music no more. He's at the top yeah. of other things now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right now with his show Power, he was at the top of TV realm for what? Yes. Six to eight years? A minute. Yeah, man. Yeah. Big loss for... Uh... Stars? No. Stars is who he's with now. Oh, okay. I, I think he was with HBO at first. Oh, really? Star? Oh, I didn't know yeah, Power was, was like, on. Yeah, I, I don't think he was with Stars the whole time. Oh, he okay. With, he was with some other shit. They had some, issues, guess, negotiation issues. Or and then they, they went to Stars. Him, and then he went over to Stars, yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. See, you <laughs> learn something new all the time. <laughs> but yeah, big shout out to 50 Cent, man. Um, I wish him nothing but success on that book, man. Uh, and I hope it helps a few people, to be honest. Not even to be on some funny shit, because anyone, any advice that you can get in the business realm from someone that's in the business realm, mm-hmm. it helps. You know what I'm saying? It helps a lot. Um, yo, you know what I just watched before you got here? Yeah. Yeah, actually, when you hit me up, that's what I just finished watching. Jadakiss's uh, mini movie, short film for his song, Me. For me, yeah, yeah. Talk about it. Talk about it. It's like nine nine minutes and 45 seconds, nine minutes and 50 seconds. Mm-hmm. It's dope, bro. I'm like, yo, I don't remember the names of the actors, but it's the, one of the dudes named Weebay from The Wire. Mm-hmm. He's in it. And it's the white dude. I just can't remember where the white dude's from, man. He's been in so many flicks. I just can't remember. Y'all, please check out the short film, Me. And, of course, check out the song, Me, from Jadakiss. I think he has an album coming out on the Def Jam label, Mm, Rock Nation as well. Me is a great single, great rollout single, and he put a short film out. Yo, the short film, so dope. The video is a simple performance shot of Jada Mm -hmm. with excerpts from the film. Quick, easy, two-step. You know what I mean? The short film is what you really need to um, indulge in. Quick nine minutes, quick 10 minute joint. Yo, I loved it. Those 10 minutes, I was like locked in. Locked in. That's dope. That's how come I didn't even that, know man. you texted me when you got here because I was like... Because he was watching that? Yo, I was locked <laughs> in because first I watched the, the song Me because I yeah. never heard the song. And I'm like, oh, this is just Jade on his two-step. He's doing the simple shit first, get your attention again. Mm-hmm. And then I watched the movie and I'm just like... Yo, this is like one of those hood films, but it was like maybe a scene or two. Because like I said, it was only 10 minutes. Yeah. So like, if you're a Jadakiss fan, please check this Jadakiss shit out. The single's called Me. The short film is called Me. Tough, 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 tough. Like, I would love to talk about it on here, but I don't want to spoil it for those who haven't watched it. So please check it out. Guess what I found out the other day? What's that? What's that? Offset trying to get into the video Ooh, game world. To offset, yeah. Man. Can you tell the people about that because I haven't really seen anything like that, right? Put out there for public knowledge. I don't think too many people know about. Yeah, that, so there's okay. Let, on, let, let me put some context behind it. There's an app called Caffeine mm-hmm. where video gamers 
athletes, entertainers go on there to put up video game content. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, it's going to be like what my brother's going to do. Big shout out to Bravo. What he's going to be doing with Last Life Gaming Network, Caffeine App is doing right now, but through an app. Mm-hmm. My brother's going to do his through YouTube. So Offset is partnering with Caffeine to bring two shows that'll feature him playing different video mm-hmm. games, some of his favorite uh, video games, and then playing competitively with friends of his in the entertainment world. Mm-hmm. Um, Offset is hot, man. Yeah, he's, one, one is going to be a weekly streaming show, which is going to start on the 27th, which I believe is... Wait a minute. Today, when there you hear this episode. There you go. So, yeah, it starts tonight at... 9 p.m. That's when you could watch the first show on cat on the caffeine app. His other show, which will include uh, competitive head-to-head with industry contemporaries, is called Bet with Set. I'm sure he's probably going to put some bets out there against his boys or his friends in the industry, where whoever wins this game gets this amount of money, this, that, and the third. You know what I mean? It's just content. You know what I mean? So that's pretty cool to see that. Um, me and my brother were talking about when we spoke on the um, episode. I don't remember which episode. Please check it in the archives. Um, we were talking about how the video game world is expanding, and it's expanding rapidly. Yeah, so much that they're even now sending, sending kids to college. Yep. Scholarships. Yep. Um, big competitions for money. You've seen what happened with Fortnite when they, where some kid became like a millionaire. Yeah. Right? Easy yeah. work. To where... One kid in third place was so upset. Meanwhile, in third place, he won a couple million too. He was upset he didn't get first place. Yeah, first, second, third. I'm oh, happy I'm, as I'm shit. Cool. I'm good. Yeah, I'm getting, a, I'm getting a few million. All right, bet. Thank you. You will not <laughs> fear from me again. Too, but I yeah. mean, if you leave it with a mill for third place, like you know, fuck it, I'll take that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The, I'm really taking. It I out. will take the <laughs> consolation prize and say adieu. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, no, it's crazy because now we're seeing Offset Mm -hmm. getting into that realm. And the thing is, I don't think that's going to be the last that we hear of it. There's going to be other artists, other actors. I mean, there's so many people in video games, Mm -hmm. into video games. So The game, actually, also. You know the game has its own um, podcast when you video games. Oh, see, in, I yeah. didn't know the game that. He has a show like that. See, I didn't know he he provided content like yeah, that. Man, see, yeah. the game, the yeah. game. I spoke about the game last week about his uh, seven million dollar lawsuit, yeah, but man. with Shorty, yeah, man. This week I read. A, this is the first time I've seen this. The judge actually put out a statement saying why it was seven million, and I'm like. What? You can actually do this? Because it was originally like she was suing for a 1.16 million. Damn. And I guess the game's behavior on social media during and he was paying damages because of course he wasn't showing up. Um he would call with so-called valid excuses, mm-hmm. but he would go on social media talking shit about Priscilla Rainey. Yeah, so the judge was like, oh, That's you, you think, yeah. yeah, he's like, oh, you think you could just fuck with the law like this? Oh, okay. And you already know how they like to make entertainers oh, yeah. the example. Yeah, yeah. You so know he that. He's just playing with fire. He handed him the gasoline. Here, 
Like, so, yo, the law is not the type of people you troll. You can do that with other rappers. Yeah, not the law. Bro. Not the law, bro. Yeah, that cost him an extra $5.84 million. What was it originally? 1.16? 1.16, and yeah, it became yeah. 7.1 that he has to yeah, pay. So that's a, yeah, it's a little extra five. And I'm hearing he has an album coming out, I think, in November. Yeah? Yeah, I think it's called um, Born to Rap or something like that. Well, he better do so. He better do well. Yeah, that's what. That's all I gotta say. It better, better do well. Do well. Don't say shit because you might be paying a few more million on that, buddy. Yeah, man. Let's stay in the entertainment yeah, news cool, realm. Man. Ray J and Suge Knight, man. Did you hear what they're, they're about to do? That's the Ray J and Suge Knight situation is very interesting. First of all, to hear what happened with Suge Knight, how is it that Ray J was a uh, quote unquote handed over all the rights and everything, which I, which I heard. Through a, a statement, if you know you don't mind, I'll, I'll no, read that later. Go ahead. There, he's saying that that's not correct. That he's actually giving the rights to his life to somebody else, and Ray J is just kind of like handling the business aspect of things. Oh, so I'm here like, you know, okay. So me too. Okay. See, that's the thing because I heard several different reports. First, yeah. I heard that Suge signed over his life rights. Mm-hmm. Then I heard Suge um, said, "No, he's not." Getting my life rights, but he is going to be behind the documentary. Mm. Um, and then I also read a report where yes, Ray J is behind the documentary, mm-hmm. but Nick Cannon is going to also write a book. So it's it's crazy. And then I'm also hearing that they might revive the Death Row label. Mm. So it's like there's a lot of things going on. What I what I think is going on is. I think he's just trying to find a way to provide for his family while he's locked oh, without, up. Yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt, without a doubt. That's he why I'm not even hating on this situation. I hope it's successful. Granted, Suge Knight did some shit where I can be like, oh, come on, Suge. No, you're dating back to Vanilla Ice days. Yeah, yeah you know, I NWA mean, on, I get yeah. it. Mm-hmm. People <laughs> people conduct business differently. Oh, yeah, that was... That's really that was true. the way he did his thing. Holding people's ankles over balconies, that's... Hey, I, from what I heard, he didn't want to pay the ghostwriter. So Suge was like, all right, you want me to get this for you? I'll get it for you. But I'm going to do it my way. And yeah. as you heard Precise say, held him over a, bank, a balcony by his ankles. And Suge's a big dude. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So I can see that. Um, and Suge never denied it. That's one thing. He never denied it. Been a G since this is day one, yo. He never. That's one thing, cause you know some people be like, ah, oh, come on, they're exaggerating. Yeah, nah, yeah, you know, nah, I didn't really do that. Nah, nah. He didn't say a word. Like, hmm. He just, yeah, he just, <laughs> he just smiled. Snitching, man. I was yeah, like, right. what? He did do that shit. So I mean, shout out to Shook, man. I think he's gonna do like 28 years. <laughs> so for him to make these kind of moves and make sure his family is good, because mm-hmm. he has a legacy. Let's keep it a hundred. Absolutely. He yeah. gave he he gave a lot of people jobs. Some of the best West Coast rappers, man. Give us pop. Proud Dre. Snoop. Snoop. Dre. I mean. Like when Dre broke away from NWA, mm-hmm. who was it that gave him the platform? Yeah. I mean, granted, Dre did have his workings with creating Death Row, but at the end of the day, he gave it up to Shook. Mm-hmm. So he can go do his aftermath thing. You know what I mean? So Oh, I got that that quote too. Yeah, please please read the quote for the family. So, so the they quote know. we were just talking about, um, you know, where uh, Suge Knight's life rights and everything went for with him. So there's a quote from Suge Knight. 
saying, yeah, I just heard about the article being released regarding that Ray J has all my rights to television, movies, books, you know, all that type of stuff. He said he don't. Ray J is not Ray J is not just a friend of mine. That's little brother. Yes. Family. Mm -hmm. And I respect Ray J and his business dealings. That's why I chose him as one of the guys to deal with the music side of the future ah. for his death row records. Anything to do with death row. And it's great to have him because he will be putting out this incredible album. And I heard it before. Mm. Um, it's also reported that Suge made his fiance, uh, Twa or Toy. I'm not sure how you pronounce that. It's probably Lynn Toy. Kelly Toy. Mm -hmm. Lynn Kelly, uh, the guardian of his life rights. Smart. So, you know. Smart. I'm glad. I'm glad that we can clarify that because you know how reports do. They just throw up headlines oh, yeah, yeah, yep, just yep. to get the clickbait. It always changes. Yeah, right? it always changes. Yep. So. That's why I try to, like, get the stories quickly and keep an eye on them. Mm -hmm. Just to see them ever evolve. Because, like you, like, you heard me say before, you didn't even know Nick Cannon was involved in a yeah, book nah, situation. No yeah, yeah no so it's a lot of going on. And he's working with good people. Good people from the West Coast that I believe he knows and that he probably helped come up. Mm -hmm. Like the Nick Cannons. Like the Ray J's. Because, like, the, like he said, Ray J is not just a good friend. That's little brother. Like, nice, Suge doesn't nice. say that about anybody like that. He said, that's little brother. And if you read anywhere, they'd be like, yo, they've known each other for decades. So I was like, oh, okay, cool beans. So I'm just, I'm super happy for that dude. I hope it works out for him. Um, oh, I want to send a big congratulations to Nicki Minaj, who I believe got married to... Um, oh, did she? Kenneth Petty, that dude. So that, she um, pushed it through. She must have that on the low. I haven't heard anything No, about the thing that. was, um, it was basically shown to her fans through an IG post. Um, it showed like a hat where it said Mr. and Mrs. And there was like a bunch of celebratory garments and all that shit around. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh, okay. And, every, and you know, all the reports are like, oh, they got married. They got married. Or maybe they're just going to get married. I'm not sure. I'm just going to throw the congrats out there because it looked like they tied the knot. And it makes sense for her to probably do it undercover anyway because she probably wouldn't want all the paparazzi there and, mm -hmm. you know, all the fake people trying to show her love. Oh, Nikki, Nikki, we love you, Nikki. We love you the fact that you're getting married. No, you don't. You don't care. You just want to be nosy. So, I mean, her doing that low-key, that's kind of dope. Um... I'm hearing. I'm also even hearing rumblings that people are saying she's actually pregnant too. Probably she's gonna go for the whole kit and caboodle, man. Honestly, yeah. I think she's just gonna go for it all. The kid, you know what I'm saying? She's already had an amazing musical career, so you know. Let's talk about that. She's had a, a great musical career. She and did. I was like, what do you do? You you set your family right now. Yeah, I mean, I thought she probably would have dove into the acting realm more. I think she did like one movie with like um. Cameron Diaz and whatnot. She, yeah, she yeah. did a movie. I yeah. got a segue about a movie with another artist as well, also. About, are you talking about uh, Cardi? Yes. Have and you Fast heard about and that? Furious, yes, right? Yes, yeah, yes, so I, I read that yes. earlier today. And I was like, big, big move. That's, that is a big move. Big, big move. I was yeah. like, it's a huge franchise. And if they like her enough, they'll bring her back. Well, from, from what I've seen, I don't know if she has a big role. They it's kinda, probably not. They kind of made it seem like she just, like, you know, made a little appearance. Or something. It's probably like where, yeah, role. I was going to say, she probably plays herself, and it's just a cameo so, where yeah, she exactly. talks to one of the characters, exactly. or she's, like, cool with one of the characters. And I was like, well, oh, well, it's still a cameo. 
And that's still... Oh, she's getting bread for that. Believe that. She's getting paid. Because if you're asking... Because the thing is, if she's playing herself, that means you're asking for her entity. That means you have to pay for her entity. Yep, yep. So, and let alone if you're going to make her perform one of her songs, that's that's more, that's a bigger bag. You know what I mean? So it's like, when I saw that, I was just like, damn, Cardi's about to reach mega stardom now. Yeah. Shout out to them ladies, man. I like the direction that the female presence is taking in. Yo, it's a, it's it's a renaissance, it's man. A There's a lot going on, man. You got the Cash Doll, who just dropped her album, Stacked. Cash Good Doll, album. Dream Doll. Dream Doll from the BX. I think she's about yeah. to drop some new music soon, because I've been she's, seeing her very nice, active man. on Instagram. She's nice. she's nice as hell. Megan Thee Stallion. Meg. Meg is taking off. Next. She's next. There's some uh, some exotic chick from Philly. What's her name? I'm not sure of her name, yo. But she's very exotic. She was in. She was a part of BET Cyphers. I think she had a like a chain or something coming down from her nose. Oh. Are we getting warmer? You used to use. I think I know who you're talking she, about. Yeah, she's kind of nice. She actually had the hottest um verse on the cipher, yo. Oh, what's her name? I can't think of her name right now, but I know who you're talking about. She's killing it. Though. We're going to come back next week with her name because that's going to bother me for a while. And I really want to give her her kudos, her flowers, because she's nice. She's mad nice. But um, I want to go on to Jussie Smollett. Oh, Him and Chicago have not given up fighting each other, ladies and gentlemen. Well, it looks like Chicago is one around because the federal judge ruled on Tuesday that the lawsuit against Jesse Smollett will not be dismissed. Um, it asks that Smollett reimburses the police department $130,000 that is spent investigating the alleged attack. Mm-hmm. The cops want their, want their overtime, man. They want their money for that. Allegedly, he asked it to be dismissed because he couldn't have known how much time and money was spent on the investigation. You really think they're going to just... No, Come it, on, it, man. Even if he did know, like, it doesn't matter because at the end of the day... You wasted their time, You wasted bro. their time. That's the work that they put in. So whether you had knowledge of how long they were working, that, that wasn't going to affect, affect anything. And he's going to have to pay it because they have the proof of him staging it. Yeah. Just think about it. Like, okay, you have all these policemen, all these fucking authoritative figures putting their time into really trying to investigate some shit that you made up. We got to get compensated for that, brother. We could have been Bro, spending they, our time on another case with something that With some happened, real shit. Or, you know, we could have been with our families or something. You and wasted our time. the way he tried to invigorate the masses with the message that he was putting out there because he made it seem like it was a racist, yeah, homophobic attack. Uh-huh. uh-huh. That's two of the biggest triggers right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's two of the, especially in this climate, Mm -hmm. two Mm -hmm. of the most major triggers right now. Because anytime you mention the topic of race or homosexuality... And there's, let's just say there's some type of dichotomy within the conversation. Mm-hmm. It's going to lead to some type of heated or physical altercation. And that's just what it is. So when he said that, and then, you know, the police were on edge. Hell yeah. 
pissed, they pissed about that shit, man. So to find out that the attack was staged and then he's still talking greasy? He still wanted it to be dismissed, so like, oh, I'm sorry, I couldn't have known what you did, so so what? I'm not paying y'all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, need, he needs to uh, compensate something, man. He needs I, to pay? I, I agree with that. He something. needs to pay yeah, and get yeah. the fuck out of Chicago immediately. And this was all, this was all because, what, he was uh, I think about he, to lose his role or He something? was about to lose his job in Empire, and he wanted some sort of... Sympathy? I think I don't think it was sympathy. I think he wanted some way to gain popularity, so he stayed on the show. I don't even think he cared about sympathy. I think it was just let me do something. So, um, what's his name? What's the guy that runs the show? Oh, I forgot his name. I forgot the I, showrunner. I, I know, I know, I know. What you're talking about. They that. just he wanted to make sure that he didn't lose his job because people would would be upset if they lost. What's his name on the show? Jamal Lyon, I think. Yeah, Jamal Lyon. Jamal Lyon, right? So he was like, okay, Lee Daniels, there you go. He didn't want Lee Daniels to let him go. So if he gained, if he gained a whole bunch of popularity, Lee Daniels would be like, all right, you know what, let me wait before I let him go. But it, all he did was make the situation worse. Did, Especially man. when Lee Daniels found out that it was staged. Sloppy. He was like, whoa, deleted his tweet, deleted everything he had posted, and was like, yeah. yo, I'm ashamed that he did that and actually fooled me. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Yeah, That's all he said. People. I see when I I know when I first heard about, I was like, "Dude, you're the one tough. that broke the news to me." Like, Remember, you posted man, it, and man, I was man. like, "Oh, that's nasty that he got beat up like yeah. that." Although I don't agree with the lifestyle, I don't think mm-hmm. someone should get their ass beat because yeah, they're because of their pref their right. preference. Right. That's what they like. Whatever. I'm not gonna beat you up for it, mm-hmm. but like, and then we found out, especially when I started looking into it, mm-hmm. certain things within the reports were weird. I was like, wait, you telling me Bad he kept a noose around his neck for two hours? Swings. A black a black man? Oh yeah, this is good. Okay. Yeah, this is <laughs> I'm just gonna chill here. Yeah, it's not that tight. <laughs> like me, so, knowing me, well, if somebody would even bring that shit close to me, I'm trying to get it around your neck first. Yeah, because come on, man. All the shit that, that symbolizes, like, come on, bro. Come on, we've you seen too many visuals. Mm-hmm. Too many. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, nah, man. That was like, nah, he, nah. This, this sounds funny. And then more details started coming out. And then the Nigerian brothers started talking, yeah. and I was like, that was oh, it. this is nasty. That was it, man. I was like, this is nasty. It's a publicity stunt, yo. Yeah. And, and speaking of, go ahead. Publicity stunt. Yes. Yeah. Let's talk Speaking about it. Speaking of publicity and sexual preference. Let's talk about it. That's segue. the perfect segue, the perfect by the segue. way. Perfect segue. I was just waiting to slide in. Now, Yo. let me say that I don't fault anybody for, you know what I'm saying, whatever. Whatever they, they like. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this we have to was talk about left this. field yes. and absolutely out of bounds, brother. Wow. That was crazy. Um... You want to give it some background because some people might not know. Well, okay, well, the, from the little about. background that I may have, you might be a little strong on the knowledge because I just know the bottom line that he was on a show. Lip service. Lip service. And Angelese somehow podcast. he ended up speaking 
on saying that I don't know if he said that he was the one. Who no, did no, it. he didn't say he. Oh, did he it. said he didn't if say he somebody did it. or he knows somebody or whatever. No, he said if he if if someone mm-hmm. were to give fellatio to another man once, a ma- if a male, male were to, to male. give fellatio to another male, uh-huh. that does not deem the person homosexual. And if it happened once or twice, mm-hmm. it doesn't deem the person homosexual. And I'm like, wait a minute. I don't know, yeah. The man. definition of homosexual, because I'm extremely literal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The definition of homosexual is when you're with the same gender performing right. sexual acts. Right. Last I checked, <laughs> fellatio is a sexual mm-hmm. act. Male on male, same gender. Yeah, yeah. But his his justification for that was somebody could try it and not like it but it doesn't make that person gay well so i i i i don't know i my thing is like if you try it that's called i guess they would call that bi curious right. that's yeah okay you heard the term too yes yes bi curious yes. and in my eyes when i hear the word bisexual i'm like Aren't you still a homosexual just at the end of the day? Clear, yeah, it's yeah. clear cut. Yeah, it's just clear cut. So, if you're bi-curious, you're still curious about the homosexual realm. Right. So, you're still partaking in a homosexual mm-hmm. act, which makes you a homosexual? I don't know. So I, I guess I'm, I'm just to trying to just... use simple... You know, it's simple confusing. algebra here. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's confusing, man. My thing is, argue, I, like... I, I mean, when I heard the comment, when I yeah. initially heard the comment, I'm going to yeah. let y'all know what I thought initially. I was like, is he saying that he did something once or twice and didn't like it? It's kind of coming off like that. Right? And is he, or is he the type to experiment every now and then mm-hmm. and... This is his self-justification. And he's trying to superimpose that onto the masses. I like me, like we said before, family. I have nothing. Like I I don't care about the homosexuality thing. I'm not like I'm not a what they call it, a homophobe or nothing like that. I can care less about what y'all do. I do not police people's reproductive organs. You can do what you want. But when I hear shit like this, I'm like, yo. If you're gay, own that shit, man. Own that shit. So what people may think of you or look at you? Di- so the fuck what? Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, when they're going through their issues, they're not thinking about you. No. That's why when you're going through your shit, don't give a fuck about them. Own that shit. Don't be on some, well, you know, I, I, I don't think the... No, that's a homosexual act, bro. I'm just gay for the moment. Just for that time, you know. No. Do what they wanted to do. Like, so real. Like, another person that just came out recently to me, he came out, Ooh. Malik Yoba. Oh yeah, yeah, with that, yeah. How he says he dates trans yeah. women. Actually, he's dating a, a popular trans woman. Do you oh, remember? Is he? Wow. Do you remember the episode on? Uh, I think it's like couples therapy. Mm-hmm. There was an episode Joe Button was on there with Kaylin Garcia. Mm-hmm. And there was one woman, well, trans woman, mm-hmm. that said she used to be a man. And Joe Button had the funniest reaction because he had no idea. He had no idea. 
that's who Malik Yoba's dating, that trans woman. And I think that's why all of a sudden he's becoming this outspoken activist for the transgender. But the whole thing with this transgender thing, and we don't have to get like too crazy. No, 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 no. But what is that doing? You're dating a now pronounced female who used to be male. I mean, that person is still male, bro. Like... Even though they have a sex change, that person was born a man. A oh, man. And you are attracted to I think just I was talking to some uh, a lovely lady on from Ohio on Instagram, and mm-hmm. we were talking about how she well she was saying how she thought that most of these guys that she believes are gay mm-hmm. have no problem dating transsexuals because it, you could almost hide it because yeah. some of them look like right, women. Right. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they're men. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, shit, maybe that's a thing. Maybe you're right. Maybe they are gay. It's just they still have society's um, opinion locked in their mindset. You know what I mean? But if people know that this person is transgender, how much are you really escaping that reality, though? You're not really escaping shit. You're not. You're not. You're just kind of sugarcoating it. For yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? Self justification exactly. is. Exactly. It's. It's. When I see that, that's why I kept at tank. I was like, you. You a homo. You a homo. Not even because people were like, oh, what's wrong with being gay? I was like, there's nothing exactly. wrong with being gay. I just don't like the fact yeah. that he's trying to hide it or trying to self justify it in such a bullshit ass way. If you're gay, just fucking say it. Say yes. I. I. I do this to other men. Okay. Okay. Tank. We probably kind of knew it a little bit, but okay. You know what I mean? Like, like to me, when any time an entertainer comes out the closet, I'm not shocked because a lot of them partake in that lifestyle and they've been hiding it for years. Yeah, for the image. Because exactly because of society's views, it's kind of funny now because ever since society changed his views towards homosexuality, mm-hmm. you're starting to see more entertainers more open about it. Like a the lot. Ricky Martins. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, think about it. Yeah. When Ricky Martin first came out, did you really think he was a homosexual? I Not at all. Man, I didn't. I you were like, this dude's a sex like, symbol. Suave out here knocking him down, son. Not at all. Not at all. Slaying and spraying. That's what, I thought That's what I'm saying. So, like, if any other entertainer were to come out and be like, yeah, I'm, I'm really gay, I'm like, mm, okay. I already yeah, knew I'm that. Surprised. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Like I'm not, I wouldn't be shocked if some of these rappers are sweet. Oh yeah. This, like if this, if this, this, if, this if, if lot, Young Thug was to come out tomorrow and be like, "Yeah, I'm gay, man." It's like, okay, <laughs> we kind of knew that, he, bro. Yeah, he's yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like we were just waiting for you. Yep. No surprise. There's no surprise on that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like it's to the point now where it's like you don't have to hide that shit, man. Like if you hearing anybody trying to get at you because of your because of your preference. Mm-hmm. You could tell them to eat a dick because it's your preference, not theirs. Yeah, yeah. They don't own you. They don't pay your bills. They don't feed you. Like, it's just them voicing opinion that doesn't matter. No, for, for a regular person, you could say that blah, 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 such and such doesn't feed you. Yeah. But if you're somebody in Hollywood or in hip-hop, yeah. there's a lot that goes with that. And there I think that's feed. why they hide it so you much. You get black, but yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. You're absolutely right. Because not, you know... Because think about it. Frank Ocean. Yeah. Remember at one point he was super hot before he came out? Mm Mm-hmm. And then when he came out, 
The only people that really fucked with Frank Ocean now is his cult following. Mm-hmm. You don't even really hear his music on the fucking radio like that no more. Yeah. And he's fucking phenomenal. Frank Ocean is dope. An amazing artist. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's usually he loses me when he doesn't get too gender specific. And I'm like, wait a minute. Who are you singing about? Yeah, you don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm like. Think about you. I, I was like, well. That was about a girl. Yeah. I thought thinking but about you was about a woman, you know? When you listen carefully, he doesn't get too gender specific. No. The one song he did get gender specific was Novocaine. One of my favorite songs from him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Novocaine was dope. And then I'm like, I had no idea. Wait, the dude that wrote Novocaine is gay? I was like, what? I didn't know that. But I still fucked with him. But like, I didn't. I stopped hearing his music on the radio. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. Licensing deals, I didn't hear from him no more. I'm like, yo, that's crazy. So you're absolutely right when you say entertainers, uh, musicians, and everything like that, they have to upkeep that persona. Some of them can pull it off, though. Some. Some. Because guess what? Their handlers are probably homosexual, too. So they'll be like, oh, shit. Okay, let's do this. You know what I mean? You're one of us. Let's let's do it. Let's ride or die now. But some of them have handlers that have that good old boys mentality where it's like conservative. You're a homosexual? Really? Get out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like, they think it's some sort of infection or something. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, Which is funny because I heard the underbelly of entertainment is filled with a lot of uh, homosexuality and, and stuff like that. I don't know how true things are. Um, you I'm not. Hear a I, lot consistently, I, I, yeah. You know saying about rituals and initiations yes. and things like that. Yes. Bribery. My thing is, I don't think it's as big as some of the conspiracy theorists say it is. Mm-hmm. But I believe there is a section. Yeah. I believe that there are these weird cults mm-hmm. in Hollywood that some of these entertainers are a part of because they have to be. Yeah. Yeah. Because if they're not a part of it. They yeah, won't be done. successful. Yep. For example, my man Tom Cruise, mm-hmm. the Scientology shit. Mm-hmm. There's so many people that left Scientology and was like, yo, yeah. that shit ain't it, man. That's yeah. a fucking cult. Yep. Except Tom Cruise. Yeah, he's, still there. he's still there, but look where he's at in Hollywood. True Every time a, a Tom Cruise movie drops, what happened? Everybody's paying attention. Mm-hmm. Even if it's trash. Everybody's paying attention. That's true. Selling their souls out here, man. Exactly, man. It's it's nuts. It's scary. Speaking of selling souls, brother, let's talk about Kanye West. We're gonna talk about Kanye Ooh. West twofold. Because okay. you listened to the album. Yes. I didn't. Yes. I'm sure the listeners probably know I didn't listen to it. Uh-huh. Um, but I want to before we get into his album, mm-hmm. let's talk about his Sunday service at Howard University. All right, let's do it. Um, of course, Kanye West brought his Sunday service pop-up to Howard University. He's a vocal Trump supporter, if you didn't know, who once called slavery a choice. He brought his Sunday service performances to one of the country's most prestigious, historically black colleges. That's Ooh, Howard University. Um, the faculty and students were kind of here for it and kind of not. Um, of course, he was repeating his political rhetoric. Um, he stated that the Republicans freed the slaves, which is true. I'm going to get that into that, which he stated um, once before at his pop-up show in Utah. Um, some stated discomfort with the performance, while others stated Kanye West should re-educate himself. And uh, Jesus is King had just released 
uh, Friday it came out? Yes. Friday afternoon, right? Yeah, like 12. Yo, I came back from lunch break. Yeah. I seen the notification. I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, he dropped, yo. Yeah, because I checked at midnight to see if I was going to report him slacking again. Mm -hmm. And I was like, damn, he did slack again. And then I seen at midday, Spotify gave me um, a notification. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, yo, the Kanye West album is out. I'm like, oh, shit, he did drop it. Okay, so I can't really. So was this a, a, a known release date? Did anybody know about this? They said it was supposed to release Friday at midnight. But um, when it didn't release at midnight, mm -hmm. Kanye put out, I guess, a tweet or something saying that I'm still doing final mixes. Okay, okay. And then they released it at 12. All right, because I didn't even know it was going to drop. And yeah, honestly, no, I knew it was going to drop. I knew it was going to drop. If but I had heard it, I would have just waved it off because there's been so, so many, many ghost, dates. ghost drops. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't, I wasn't too sure about the 25th date because every time Kim said it was going to drop, it never dropped. Mm -hmm. He even gave a date one time. It didn't drop that date. Yeah, and they were like, yo, it's going to happen. Like, this is it. So um, when it did drop, I was like, oh, okay. Um, let me get back to one thing he said mm -hmm. before we get into Jesus is King. He stated that the Republicans freed the slaves. Very true. Because if you didn't know, Abraham Lincoln was a Whig Republican. Um, but at that time, the Republicans and Democrats thought differently. The way the Republicans think now was how the Democrats thought back then. The way the Republicans thought back then is how the Democrats think now. That's called party realignment. Something that he forgot to mention or maybe he didn't know. Um, party realignment is when certain party members feel that they have to realign themselves because of their ideologies or their ideals, their political ideals. So you had, like, if you were to take Abraham Lincoln... Abraham Lincoln of that time and put him in this time period, mm -hmm. he would have been a Democrat. That simple. Mm -hmm. If you would have taken Trump, for example, out of this time period and put him back then, he would have been a Democrat. Mm -hmm. That's what I mean. Like, no, what he's saying is dangerous because you're making it sound like the people that Trump represents would have freed slaves. Mm -hmm. Fuck no. They would have kept slavery popping. That's how they got most of their yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight facts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, no. He's, that's why I'm saying a lot of his rhetoric is dangerous. This is why I don't fuck with his music. I don't fuck with him, period. Like, I, I'm to the point where I don't even badmouth him anymore. I just correct it and then keep it pushing. He seems like... <clears throat> I want to be optimistic because I, I like Kanye, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it no. seems like he might be making a change, man. I... He actually had an interview with a big boy from Big Boy's Neighborhood. Did you know about that? No. And there's about a one-hour interview. Okay. He sat down with Big Boy. Yeah, yeah. And he talks about a lot of things. He opens up a lot. I haven't seen the whole... Uh, shout out to my man at my job, too, man. I forget his name, but he's the one who actually put me on uh, okay. this morning. Okay. So, you know, he actually opens up and talks about things, about how, you know, he was doing a certain type of music, and then yeah. he had to wake up and change his ways. Okay. So we may actually not be getting that uh, that arrogant Kanye just spewing nah, a I don't bunch think, of I don't think we're rhetoric. Gonna, yeah, you know? I, don't think, I don't think we're going to get that anymore. Um, no, there'll still be confusing rhetoric. It's just be in a different, it'll be in a different realm. Before Kanye just used to do the braggadocio shit really weird. Now he's going to be talking, I guess, politics. He's going to be talking religion. Mm -hmm. And the thing that's dangerous with Kanye getting into the religious world 
is some people take that very seriously. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to appreciate him misspeaking. They're not going to appreciate him lacking specificity in certain topics that mm-hmm. he likes to speak about. Mm-hmm. Because some people had this religion stuff passed down to them for generations. Yeah, it's, it's instilled in them. Yeah, yeah, like they understand and probably appreciate that you're a born again. Mm-hmm. But relax. He talk. He talks about that on the album also. Yeah, no, I, I yeah, think. Talks about that too. Yeah. I think this is what I think. I spoke about it on the bonus episode when I was think asking people, "Do you think it's a rebrand, healing, or is he trolling?" I said, "I think he's using it for all three. I think he's healing. I think he's using religion to heal. Um, he's also rebranding." Because he t- he said he told people I'm not doing mm-hmm. secular music anymore. I'm only doing religious music yeah. now. So okay, yeah. that's a rebrand, mm-hmm. and he's trolling. The way I looked at his trolling was with the politics, mm-hmm. because he knows our culture, unfortunately, are predominantly Democrats, mm-hmm. and of course, trolling the Obamas because of mm-hmm. their little. Yeah. so-called static Yeah, that he took because I believe till this day he took that very personally because a very powerful man from his city did acknowledge him but acknowledged him in a way that he wasn't too proud of Yeah, so he was like I'm going to align myself with Trump another dumb move but yeah. I mean I'm going to be honest I didn't listen to Jesus is King y'all mm. but my man Precise did so I'm not going to sit here and try and bash something that I didn't listen to <laughs> because I'm not the type of person to give my opinion on something that but I don't know about. So, precise listen to it. Man too. You know what I mean? A lot of people should think like that. Yeah, a lot of people should think like that. Like, I can't be like, ah, yeah. Adam's trash. Right. I didn't listen to one track. I didn't listen to one track, so I can't exactly. say anything about it. But you you gave it a listen. Yeah, I right, have right. one question yeah. about it. How is the song with the clips? Because I'm hearing so much about that song. The song, <clears throat> so when it came out, I gave it a listen to, you know, I'm at work, so my yeah, wife yeah. got other things too. So yeah, of course. that's the only time that I really heard that joint all the way through. Yeah. Today I heard like the first few tracks. But um, the clips did their thing, especially um, No, no Malice. Malice. Yeah, yeah, that's his, that's his it, realm, right? man. He did his thing, man. That's his realm, and we, uh, we I know. I remember his verse. He, he did he did his we, thing. We know shit. he could rap, man. We know he, the thing, oh, yeah, to be honest with was. you, I think I might just listen to that track. Mm-hmm. Because I want to hear No Malice. Yeah. I haven't heard No Malice in like years. Yeah. So it's like, yo, imagine hearing No Malice in. Uh, is Push on that album? I mean, Push on that song? Yeah. He he's raps credited, too. He's, cre- he's credited on there. He raps too. I believe so. I could, I couldn't, I couldn't tell if he if he was on there. I think he's credited on the track though. I remember hearing Malice. Okay. I'm but not sure not if I was like push. zoned out or something. Not sure, but yeah. I do recall seeing. Uh, Pushes T. I do see them. It said clips, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing it say clips, and I was like, wait, no Malice and Push together again? I was like, damn. I just might have to put away my Kanye disdain. Yeah. And it's it's uh the song is uh actually track number 10. Uh-huh. Use this gospel. It's Kanye West featuring clips and Kenny G. Kenny G? The the, the flute? Sa- the, yeah, man. The flute, the sa- man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kenny well, it's, G? It's, it's flute or saxophone? I don't know. I don't know. I just, oh, well, every no, time yeah, I think of Kenny though, G, I think of Because I had that same reaction. Yeah, you know? I was That's like, I Kenny I was like, G? I was like, me, Kenny G? He's like, yeah. He probably sampled him, huh? Nah, I think he might actually be on there. 
Oh, word? Because on sample tracks, I notice people really don't get the credit of their name. No, late, lately they had to. Is that been? Lately they had to. Because I remember uh, Anderson Pac mm-hmm. um, did a song with Alchemist, and they sampled the Smokey Robinson song. And they yeah, gave Smokey Robinson. They said featuring Smokey Robinson. Mm. So I, they have to do that now, oh, I believe. You don't, yeah, you don't see that. Cause, yeah. Um, nice for what with Drake? Yeah. He didn't have the Lauryn Hill. He didn't have Lauryn Hill. On there. But yeah, that's true. This is the uh, joint right here. Uh, yeah, use this gospel. Clips and Kenny G. Yeah, man. Let me see if I can give y'all that malice verse real quick. They sing a different tune when the slammer close. From the concrete grew a rose. They give you rape talk. I give you faith talk. Blind folded on this road. Watch me faith walk. Just hold on to your brother when his faith lost. That's definitely Kenny G playing. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Beautiful. Yeah, right? That's yeah. crazy. He's gotten some pretty popular people, man. One of his albums, he did some song with, uh, it was him, Rihanna, uh-huh. and uh, somebody else, like a very famous, like old, older cat. You know? yeah. like somebody from the Beatles, or I don't know. It was somebody famous, but the song was hot. He gets like those higher up names. Yeah, he can though. Yeah. Like he, he's a mega star, mega producer. Yeah, it sounded like it was just no malice on there. I didn't, I didn't hear a yeah, push on that. Because there's only like 34 seconds left on this joint. Overall, from what you heard, do you mm-hmm. like the project? Um, I do like the project. Mm-hmm. Some, some of the stuff was like a little, a too. little, a little too soft. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm not gonna lie, like I gave the album a listen through. Yeah. And then as soon as I'm done on my work, I'm like, yo, I gotta hear some gangster shit. So yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, need, I, need, I need to hear some I'm like, yo, I gotta hear some hard bass. Yeah, I gotta yeah. hear some, some sex drugs. Yeah, 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 But um, I like it, though, man. It has a it has a good feel to it for some of the joints that do knock on there. So I'm still on my second listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do, you know, like it so far. The content you have to get used to if that's not something, oh, if that's not something you're into. Yeah, you know yeah. I'm saying? But um, it feels good so far. Do you think Kanye West fans would have a problem getting into the music? Or do you think that he, he, he fulfills their palate with the Kanye West sound? I think that his more open-minded fan base will mm-hmm. kind of give it a try. Okay. But if there's... Uh, a section of his fan base that just likes the hip hop, mm-hmm. that's questionable. Oh, they because might not look, fuck with yeah, it. Yeah, because if you're looking for certain lyrics and stuff, the production he he reels you in with the. Of you know, course, the of course, production. that joint that you just played right. there, I was like, damn, that he that, reels you in. That's pretty tough. But um, <laughs> you know, I I don't know. There might be a split. Yeah, no, I I believe split. so too. I asked you that question because you actually listened to it. Yeah, I didn't listen yeah, to it. Yeah. So and you're a fan of Kanye uh-huh. West, so I was like. Hmm, let me see if he if he if he'll give me an honest answer. And you did, of course. Yeah. And I felt the same way. I think it'll be a split. Like if it's a diehard Kanye West fan and they mm-hmm. don't care what he does, they're gonna like it because it's Kanye West. He 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 does music well when he's really into it, and mm-hmm. it looks like he's really into this gospel thing. Yeah, he's here, and that's 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 another argument I was trying to put out to the people because this yeah. isn't something that was just a flash. If you go back to one of his earlier albums, he did do Jesus Walks. Yes. Um, yes, he, he did. He did do songs like um, Ultra Light Beam featuring uh, 
Chance the Rapper. Yes. That has that gospel type of feel. Yes. His his parents were very... Uh, well, his the, mother. His mom was into the she church. She was into that and she was very revolutionary too. Yeah. So a lot of his characteristics are coming from her. Yes. So he has that in him. It's not something that's fraudulent and fugazi where nope. it's just like, oh, let me try and see if I could, you know, get money from the church and whatever. Yeah, yeah. I might be wrong. Call me a fool. You might want to give me a congratulations. You played yourself in the future. <laughs> but I feel like this is a valid attempt to change his life. Hey. To really, you know, do something different. You know, time will tell, but that's that's kind of how I'm feeling right now. Hey, it's man, authentic. I mean, I think it's authentic. I, I hope the Kanye West fans are happy because they went through a lot of bullshit yeah, before absolutely. this album because yeah, they man. thought they were going to get an album called Yandi. Yeah. Never came out. And he was supposed to drop that, but he even mentioned that in his, his album, too. Yeah. He said, I'll just paraphrasing. He said, I was supposed to drop Yandi. Yeah. He was like, God came into my life and. He's not gonna do Yandi because like, I think Yandi was Yandi was supposed to be, I believe, a hip hop album. No, it was definitely gonna be a hip hop. Yeah, album. and then I seen that the name changed. Yeah, and when I started seeing the Sunday services, I was like, I don't think he's doing Yandi anymore. I actually thought that was just like you know I could do the hip hop and talk about whatever, but you know I still get on my spiritual. Show oh, okay, yeah. See, I you didn't thought think it was a healing process. Yeah, I didn't yeah, think yeah. it was gonna be a consistent transformation. Yeah, nah, it's a, it's a, it's but, just you know, like like I said, I believe it was a rebrand yeah. and uh, you know healing process, which I understand mm -hmm. because like you mentioned, the Jesus walks, mm -hmm. the other song that you mentioned he mm -hmm. had, it's part of his paradigm. If yeah, you look at is. Kanye yeah. West, it's it's part of. Who he is is part of his makeup, yeah, as you should say. The soul samples and all yeah. that, like he's been doing throughout his career, like he's, you know, he's, he's in. That and he he would world. he would pick some of the greatest soul samples as well. There was something else you wanted to talk about: the Power 105-1 situation. It's a, for those of you who are not from New York, that is a radio station in New York where um, the Breakfast Club gets syndicated. Some of y'all yeah. in the West Coast might know about the Bref Breakfast Club because they come on live over there. Um, there's some, well, people believe there's some static between the hosts of the show. I don't believe so, but I can see why people say that. Um, some background with the static, uh, mm -hmm. Gucci Mane mm -hmm. and Angela Yee mm -hmm. had some, I guess, beef. Yeah, they, per se. they had they had did an interview like back in the past on lip and, service. Yeah, yeah. And, no, was it? Yeah, she yeah, said it was on yeah. lip service where you know they were talking so, freaky to each other or whatnot. So and, he had yeah he had like slipped up and said something about hitting him up to come to his hotel room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she completely denied it. So whatever happened in between that time, um, supposedly he was supposed to be banned from the breakfast from club, the Breakfast Club. Yeah, right. Since that interview, yeah. and I seen that one interview by the way too, where they were kind of like. Subtly flirting and like, oh really? Know, yeah, I, I've seen I've seen that interview. Okay, okay, me. okay. So she denied it, whatever, and I guess they banned him or whatever. Mm -hmm. So Charlamagne the God, who is uh, one third of the Breakfast Club, mm -hmm. um, interviewed Gucci, Gucci Man on his own time. Yep. And there was a lot of flack that he was getting for that, saying you should be loyal to who you're working with and all that. Uh -huh. And Charlamagne actually spoke up on that and I seen that oh, he earlier did? today. Yes. Yeah, he spoke on that. Oh, I didn't know he on, spoke on, on it. one of his other platforms. Okay. And he said, I don't understand why there's this preconceived notion that I'm not supposed to speak to who I want to speak to. Yeah. He's like, um, at the end of the day, that's their situation. They said things about him, blah, blah, blah. So, he just feels like he's just doing his job. He doesn't feel like, okay, y'all not fucking with, with, uh, with Gucci, then I'm not going to fuck with him either. 
he's just going ahead and doing his thing, which makes me wonder what does that do to the whole Dynamic. psyche in, yeah. yeah of the Breakfast Club and everything. Yeah, yeah, my thing is. Do you see that as um as disloyal or? I don't. I don't see. That? I don't see it as a problem because if you remember, um, what's his name, Troy Ave. Mm-hmm. He went up there, and if you know anything about Troy Ave's situation, him and Tack Stone have a pretty serious situation going on. Tack Stone's in prison um, because of the shooting that took place. I forgot at at Ti show mm-hmm. in New York City, and um, they're saying. Well, Troy Ave said that Tax Tone snitched on him. So, from what I'm hearing, Troy Ave might be snitching on Tax Tone. Mm. And Tax Tone and Charlemagne are tight. Mm. So, that's why when Troy Ave came to the Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. Charlemagne wasn't there during the interview. Because he was mm-hmm. like, nah, I, I don't rock with this dude. So, was Charlemagne picking and choosing? I don't know. Mm, because if because, that's the basis. Yeah, you see? Like, okay. That's why so... when you brought it up, I was like, yo, we got to talk about that because yeah, that makes shit, sense. Good shit. Because yeah, I was like, yo, shit. because Charlemagne wasn't there when Troy Ave came up mm-hmm. to the breakfast club. And I was like, I already know why Charlemagne's not there. Yeah. So, when I seen Charlemagne do this, and I was like... Isn't that the same situation, possibly? Is he being petty, or is he just... Or maybe that's the understanding that they have. Yeah. Because we truly don't know their dynamic. We only see what they want us to see. Right, right. Shit, for all we know, they probably don't get along at all. Mm, You know what I mean? Or they do get along, but... like Because I think the, the interview that Charlemagne did, that was for... Charlemagne's platform, right? That's for his shit, yeah. Okay, so that's why I'm like, I don't know why people are upset, because like if... Charlemagne had did it and it was under the Breakfast Club umbrella, mm-hmm. then I'd be like, okay, this is funny as fuck. Yeah, but there's still that that tie, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, no, absolutely. Work with, so why are you going to fuck with somebody who's absolutely. going against us? And we banned them, too. Absolutely. So. The thing is, at the end of the day, it's how they view it. Mm-hmm. If they see it as fucked up. Because me, let's say, let's put ourselves as the example. Mm-hmm. Like, if there was an artist that I did not fuck with completely... And I'm like, I'm no, they're not coming on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I would never tell you on Beats TV to be like, yo, don't fucking interview him on Beats TV. I think TV. out of respect, though, I would, I would see, walk more of the line of I can't do this. how you feel. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I can't do this that. because... I think I would be on more Yeah, on see, the that's the way you're made. Right, yeah. But, like, if I were to say that to somebody else, they'd be like, I understand, you're right. You know what I'm saying? It depends on... Who they the person, are. Exactly. Who Angeli E is yeah. and who Envy is. Yeah. How they look at it. That's why I'm going to sit back and watch this situation eating popcorn. <laughs> I'm like... Envy was all right, though, it seemed like. Because he said Envy, Charlamagne... Yeah, Envy doesn't it. seem like the petty type, but Angeli E is a woman. Yeah, and gotta, she, she pro- she's too, probably yeah. like, yo, you should have had my back. You heard the shit he was saying. Because, like, at the end of the day, Gucci was wrong. For the, the verbiage he was using towards her... Like all that, he was wrong. Yeah, yeah. Like if you yeah. not not on the radio, not to where everybody can hear you. Yeah. Like everyone looks at you differently now, Gucci. Like they see you. Like okay, this brother's a changed man. He got his health right. Right. Um, yeah, he's he's married now. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you're totally different now. Yeah. You know. So when I saw him and Angela Yee, and he was going at her like that, I was like, uh, this reminds me of the Gucci when he was popping shit about um Nicki Minaj sucking his dick. Yeah, Remember that? Yeah, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, come on, dude. Kiss and tell ass. Yeah, and I'm like, come on. You can't be doing that, bro. You I can't do wonder be... if that shit's true, Angela Yee, though. 
I don't know, man. Angela Yee look good. I don't care what nobody yeah, says. She, she can get she, it. She, yeah, she's attractive. She can get it. So and I kind of want to feel like she'd be like, all right, yeah, maybe that happened or whatever. But I, don't, I mean, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe don't she was know. doing it to create content. Maybe she was flirting with Gucci because of content purposes because mm. it's great repurposing content to throw out yeah, there and get yeah. people to come listen to the pod. Hey, I know about this because guess what? We do it too. <laughs> so it's like maybe she was doing that for that and Gucci took it literally. You know, miscommunication. Yeah, miscommunication always leads to uh, arguments and misunderstandings. You know no, that she could have been. She could have. She could have been like. Uh, even if she was saying like what hotel room? Yeah, maybe she wanted to. I don't know. Do an interview. I don't know some shit. I don't know whatever. It, it's she just weird. Been like, it's weird because we weren't like, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know we 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 we, we wouldn't know. We weren't there, so it's, it's all like speculation. Yeah, man, we're all speculating. Yeah. I mean, hey, man. All right, we're gonna get into some real serious news right now. Um, first, I want to talk about what happened in Lawrence High School. Uh, two New Jersey teens, they were 17 years old. They have been arrested after allegedly using racial slurs and urinating on a group of four middle school girls at a football game on October 18th. Uh, they've been charged with harassment, bias, intimidation, and lewdness in connection with the incident. The two teens are, Indi- of, the two teens are of Indian descent and the four girls were African American. Police are investigating the incident and didn't give any further details. Christopher Bobbitt, mayor of the Lawrence Township, has been very vocal about the disdain of uh, disdain towards bigotry. And he's been very vocal about, oh, we're going to come down to the bottom of this because we don't believe that it was just these two kids. Um, this is crazy. Um, but it just shows you the climate that we're in. Because now, I mean, if you, if you remember high school, high school always reflected society. But, like, on steroids. Because we, in high school, didn't have a full understanding. We just thought we knew what was going on. Mm -hmm. And then we would just try to amplify it with our arrogance. You know what I'm saying? And I believe that's what's going on here. Why would these two Indian kids feel the need to piss on these four black girls? And probably was calling them all types of nigga. Because, from what I read, they weren't alone, those two Indian kids. They were with the group of kids that were cursing at these four black girls mm. that were down on the bottom of the bleachers. I'm assuming that they came from another school. You know what I'm saying? The school that they were playing at that football game. So. That's just insane, man. Like, just to, like, why would you, like, whip out your dick and start peeing on a, a woman at the end of the day? Let's let's put the race thing to the side for a bit. Yeah. Let's go into this gender thing. Because... I think we'll probably go off on a tangent on something else I wanted to talk about. Mm. Um, as a growing man, why would you feel the need to whip out your dick to piss on another woman who didn't ask you to do this? Now, she asked for the golden shower. Yeah, Fine. Sorry. <laughs> hey, that's, that's what you want to get into. Fine. But this instance, these girls ain't asked for that shit. And they just straight up pissed on. Like, what drove you to do that? Who were you trying to impress? It, th- this is nasty behavior, bro. I can't even call that shit, man. They're only 17. I can't even call that shit. And God forbid that was my niece. God forbid that was any of your daughters. Like, what? Man. Like, that's why when I look at society now, I'm like, yo. 
this is nuts, man. Out of hand. It's absolutely out of hand. It is nuts. Because granted, some of the things I'm seeing normalized that was considered taboo back in the day, I can't change because that's society's ever-evolving self. But, like, the behavior of certain kids, like... And we've covered different stories where we're, like, kids accidentally killed another kid because they were beating her up and yeah. shit, different shit like that. And just to hear some shit like this, to hear two 17-year-old kids get arrested for... for um, harassment, bias, intimidation, that's kind of serious. I don't know if people understand. That's kind of serious. When they say bias, intimidation, that means you were targeting somebody. Mm -hmm. um, and then lewdness. You've heard people get arrested for lewd acts. Lewdness is probably a level below that. Because guess what? They fucking peed on those girls. That's fucking nuts to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, where, where, where are the men... In these dudes' lives. Because real men wouldn't do no shit like this. Not at all. You know what I'm saying? That is like it's like don't hate, but out of so many things you could have did, like you you wanna do that? In public? Like, not only did you make your not only did you embarrass those young ladies, you embarrassed yourself. Facts. Because now you're going to look like the dicks that got arrested for peeing on somebody. Let me be honest with you, man. I, you don't really hear too much about Indian kids getting in the mix of shit going crazy, man. Well. Like they usually, I, I don't. I haven't seen. They're not usually I know the that like, there's a strong, well, I'm not going to say strong. I know that there is an anti-blackness that exists within the Indian culture. Because I don't know if you've ever heard of the caste system. That they have in India? No, no. It's yeah, there's a, a it's a two thousand year old, basically a social class system, mm -hmm. to where the lighter you are, you're treated like royalty. The darker you are, you're mm -hmm. called the untouchables, mm -hmm. like no one will touch you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, that's within their own people. Yeah, yeah. So now imagine if they run into African Americans, so they're just looking at us like the lowest of the low. Yeah, yeah. And I, I didn't see these two kids, so I don't know if, they, if they're the pale-faced Indians or if they're the, you know, darker-skinned Indians. True. But some of them darker-skinned Indians, when they come here, they look down on us because uh, we're lighter than you, allegedly. That's how they look at it. And I'm like, dude, you probably have African in your fucking ancestry, dude. That's why you have that color. I feel like we all do, yo. Dude, it's oh, it's deep. It's oh, it's deep. I can get into it, but I don't think we have enough time. You know what I'm saying? That's a totally different show. But like, it's crazy to me. Like, where are the men in their lives? This is why I'm starting to see the craziness being called the new masculinity that I seen on GQ. They they had this new um, this new article on GQ. I believe it's just GQ trying to rebrand itself because they always pushed up certain type of masculinity but now that they have a new editor and i believe the editor is either homosexual or is empathetic to the homosexual movement mm -hmm. that they're trying to rebrand masculinity and i didn't like that because i'm like what are you implying that the previous masculinity was toxic i was like no the the masculinity that you popularized was toxic but real masculinity always showed respect to women Always kept themselves together. Mm -hmm. Just being a man, period. But when I was reading the article, it was almost like shaming manhood, almost. Like, I understand there were some toxic 
ways of thinking. Mm-hmm. But not all men think like that. No. You know what I'm saying? Not all men objectify women. Some dudes actually see a girl in a tight dress and be like, damn, I wish you can do more. Well, mm-hmm. what does that mind do? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, granted, yes, I see pretty women all yeah. the time. But the minute I hold a conversation with them, I'm like, kind of you a like, yeah. dummy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And people be like, oh, you mad bougie for that. I was like, whatever. Like, nah, looks fade, man. I was like, looks thank fade, you. Yo. You understand me. You fully yeah. understand me. Because if your looks fade, what else do I have? A, a, a fucking ugly dumbass now. See, before I had a pretty dumbass. Yeah, so now I got an ugly dummy. <laughs> like, what, the, <laughs> what am I going to do with that? Exactly. Can't no, man, no. Man. That's why I need the mental and spiritual stimulation. Right, right. That's, that's right. very important. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, that's... I get what GQ is doing because they have a platform and they have to be inclusive. So because within the article, I seen men wearing makeup. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, I know what you're doing. Fine. Because I'm not going to lie. GQ used to push a certain masculinity. So I was like, okay, I see what you're doing. Because from, like, from, from someone that doesn't really rock with the GQ platform, mm-hmm. when I saw New Masculinity and they had Pharrell on the cover with some big-ass coat dress, I'm like, I was like, wait a minute, what are y'all saying? What's wrong with masculinity? Why do we need a new one? You know what I'm saying? Then when I read it, I was like, oh, okay, I see what you're doing. Then it was a black man doing that. Yes, that's what I found pretty nasty about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because why didn't you throw Robin Thicke in that code? It was Robin Thicke who sang the fucking song. Yes, Pharrell wrote it, but Robin Thicke sang the shit. Because hmm. they were asking him about blurred lines. Mm-hmm. They asked him, how do you feel about those lyrics? And, of course, Pharrell was like, oh, I feel like trash because I grew up in a culture that actually celebrated that shit. da 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 and I'm like, well, it's changing now, Pharrell. You have to say that there is a huge woman's renaissance going on in hip-hop right now. But he didn't say that. And I'm like, ah. but I get it. GQ had an agenda, and they did it. They, they, they reached their agenda, and they changed their message. Now they're going to have homosexual men purchasing GQ now. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what they wanted because, hey, they got money too. now we're gonna get into a real serious story that went down in philly um michael white um was found not guilty of manslaughter and a rittenhouse stabbing i think rittenhouse is a city or a little town in philadelphia uh it went down last year on july 12 2018 white and sean schellinger i think is his name i don't know if i'm saying that correctly Sean Schellinger is the man that died, uh, with, who died after this altercation. Um, Schellinger and friends were traveling near the intersection of 17th and Chancellor Streets. They were forced to stop because of another vehicle. The friend who was driving honked his horn and yelled at the delivery man, move you stupid nigga, which, which White testified, White being Michael White. Schellinger then got out of the car, got out of the vehicle and approached the driver's side of the vehicle, White testified that he said this is really no reason to act like a tough guy in hopes that that it would calm Schellinger down. Things escalated and a scuffle ensued. During the scuffle, White, who was 16 years younger and 15 pounds lighter than Schellinger, was charged at, picked up, and thrown on the ground. White raised the knife and brought it down into Schellinger's back. That led to Schellinger's death. White then fled the scene, went to his aunt's house, and threw the knife on the rooftop. 
Um, this case, when I read about it, I was kind of shocked, but I wasn't kind of shocked because there was no way for the prosecutor to prove that this was premeditated. Mm-hmm. When you heard me explain what just happened, mm-hmm. you heard it was straight self-defense. Straight self-defense, spur the moment, couldn't have been premeditated. And I don't think he was trying to kill him. I think he was just trying to get him off him, and I think he probably stabbed a kidney or something like that. You know what I'm saying? I And it's scary that um, he took someone's life. You know, you don't want to not acknowledge that someone's life was lost. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's scary that... And this Sean Selinger, dude, yes, he lost his life, but they found um, traces of coke and alcohol in his bloodstream. Mm-hmm. And... So to hear White's testif- testification, I'm like, he was coked up and on um, so, so liquor. Was, it so, sounds so legit. Yeah, 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 he yeah. was fired yeah. up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And in that in that area of Philadelphia, you got some bigots. It's yeah. not really the city of brotherly love like they say it is. Yeah. You're dealing with a lot of racism out in uh, Philly. Um, so when I heard this story and I read it and I started reading the reports of the testification, I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah. Homeboy probably was scared as shit. This dude was a lot bigger than him. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yo, I got this knife on me. I'm going to protect myself the best way I know how. And that's what he did. And, of course, you know, Sean Selinger, may he rest in peace, lost his life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But think about it. That would have never happened if he just stayed in the car. That's facts. That would have never have happened if... He didn't feel the need to be the Incredible Hulk and hop out the car and start fucking with people. From what I read, mm. um, I heard he took it to the point where he told Michael White, I'm going to beat the black off you. You know what I'm saying? That's what uh, White testified. Yeah. But you got to, you, do you have a clip where um, he's speaking for the first time after after the case and whatnot? Um, yeah, yeah, I got a clip of that. I got All right, yeah. I'm get to that right now. All right, get into that. An apology from the man who was acquitted of fatally stabbing another man in Rittenhouse Square. As Eyewitness News reporter Dan Koob explains, the victim's family finds it hollow at best. Jesus. Michael White received a warm welcome at the True Gospel Tabernacle Family Church in South Philadelphia. His first public appearance since being found not guilty of voluntary manslaughter after fatally stabbing Sean Skellinger. Skellinger is a... It's kind of bittersweet when you think about it because on the other side, somebody lost their life, and I realize that. I really need to pray now and keep Michael and Scumminger family covered with prayer. Because there's healing that needs to be done. White thanked the congregation for its support. After Thursday's verdict, Skellinger's mother blamed District Attorney Larry Krasner for fueling racial tensions around the case and announced she plans on filing a civil lawsuit against White. The state of mind of grief, and I'm the person who's technically responsible for that. And, you know, I understand. You blame me for your reaction, but all I can do is just move on with my life and hope that you can do the same. In a text message, Sean's mother, Linda Skellinger, says his empty words are not worthy of comment. He is a killer. He has blood on his hands and always will. White could be seen visibly upset after speaking, holding his head in his hands and being comforted by family and members of the church. He did not answer any questions as he left. Mike, what was it like being here with your family today? Is there anything you'd like to say to the other family? 
White has been convicted of tampering with evidence. He will be yeah. sentenced for that misdemeanor later this year. In South Philadelphia, yeah, that's, the, CBS3, that's where I said um, he threw the knife away. Yeah, that's so, the, yeah, so, yeah. so, like, I believe uh, Skellinger, they said the last name was, right? I believe. Mm -hmm. I believe the mom is still grieving. That's why she's feeling the way she feels. Um, she, I guess she's not, she's not believing the fact that her son was racist because she's blaming the, the prosecutor. And I'm like, you can't blame the prosecutor if there's proof. There's proof. If there's witnesses saying that he said these things, there's witnesses. Like, you can, you can file the civil suit, but what you're going to end up doing is spending tons of money that you're not getting back. You're going to be spending... You're going to be losing tons of time that you can't get back. And we understand that you want the verdict you want, mm -hmm. but that's not going to bring your son back. Sure isn't. You know what I mean? Your son, your, son, your son is lost because of his behavior. Like, she has to understand that, and I think that's going to take a while because that's her son. No, oh, yeah, parent, yeah, yeah, yeah. no parent wants to bury their child. You know what I mean? That's one thing my mom always told me. No parent wants to bury their child. And I was like, that's some real shit. You know what I mean? That's not now when when I hear that, I, I look at it and be like, I can see why parents be losing it mm -hmm. when their child dies. Because it's not supposed to be that way. No. The the kids are supposed to bury you. Right, right. You know what I mean? Right. So it, it's crazy, man. I just wanted to talk about those two stories at the end of the show. Um another great one for, for you, for the family listening, man. Um, please be sure to check out MORVOH Basketball yes, Experience, yes, number yes. three. You'll hear the both of us on there again. Um, make sure to follow us on IG, man, at T-H-A-B-L-A-S-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. That's the Blast Podcast. Interact with us on the page. We'll talk back. If you want to talk some business, hit us on the DMs. Make sure you follow my man Precise yeah, yeah. at Beats and Eats. That's B-E-A-T-Z-A-N-D-E-A-T-Z. Make sure you put the two Z's at the end, because or you're going to get somebody else. Yes, and you don't want that. You want this right here. You want precise. Last podcast, MOR, VOH content, food, music, other fuckery, important news. Everything. You know what I'm saying? We, I'm putting you on to everything, man. Everything. He, everything. He'll even give you some laughs, man. Yeah, man. For real. Everything. It's, it's, it's a great page. Make sure you follow it. Um, make sure to listen to the VOH Play Hits Playlist Word, on Spotify. Uh, it features some of the great artists of the Rockland County, Hudson Valley area. Make sure you listen to my uh, playlist, the Great Four or Five playlist. It features some of the same artists and some more from the same area. Um, you'll probably find some of your fav new favorite artists on there from this area. So please check that out. Like I said before, make sure to check out MOR, VOH, Basketball Experience. We have two installments. The third one is dropping tomorrow at midnight. So thank you for listening to us. Precise, do you have anything to say to the family? Yo, everybody, thank you. Thank you for giving us your time. Thank you for the likes. Thank you for the comments. Thank you for the listens. Thank you for fucking with us, man. Seriously, yo. Thank you for shout the repost. Out, yeah, shout out to, um, I'm not sure, it was a young lady, I think she, um. Peaches, right? Yeah, she read us Peaches 22, man. Shout out to Peaches 22, whoever you are. Thank you so much for rating Come us. Come forward. Come forward. Yeah, let us know who you are, Come man, forward. so we can give you a shout-out, even throw your picture on the page yeah, or something. We appreciate the love. Is, tell her to holler at us. Yeah, man. And and for the rest of you, please leave your ratings, leave comments in there, because please. that helps us get to the front page 
of iTunes as one of the new podcasts that people should listen to. And that's a great way for us to get out there. Great way for people to know about our area, Rockland County, New York. So please rate it. Leave a comment on whatever platform you listen to. If it's iHeartRadio, rate it. Leave a comment. Apple Podcasts, rate it. Comment. Spotify, rate it. Comment. We love it all. We see it all. And like you just heard, we just shouted out Peaches. We have no idea who she is. No idea. I but was trying to figure that shit out. She left left this love, and we had to give it back, man. Although it's a, a little late, maybe a few, two weeks later, but hey, we got yeah, to it. Once again, thank you for listening to the Blast Podcast. Make sure to tune in next week where we give you another episode. And, who, and we're going to announce who our guests are for the yeah, following yeah. week. We're telling you it's going to be a special episode that mm-hmm. following week. Two weeks from now, we're going to get a, give you a special, special episode. Next week, we will be back. Thank you for listening, family. This is Brother DSP. Yeah. I'm with Precise. We're getting the hell out of here. Oh, real quick. Yo. Oh, oh, wait. Businesses, hit yes. us up for promotions. Listen. Yes. Hit us up, man, for those slots. We will promote y'all. Definitely let us know what's up. If you got a little script you want us to read, hit us up in the DM, man. Let's get the word out there. Let's help those families out. I mean, those uh, businesses out. We started off with FTC. They utilized us. And now they and they're are taking, taking off. off right now. So we're not saying that we are responsible for success, but it's obvious that we do help spread the word. Yes, we do. Yes, More we do. More contests to come, too. I forget about y'all. Yeah. Shout out to our, our contest winner from before. Shout out to Big 845, Big for real. Big 845. He had the wings. It's real. You see Yeah, it? man. You know he, and he, he even sent us a shout out, too. Yeah. So shout out to him for sure for that. More contests and to come. we have another show that we need to get ads on. Mm-hmm. So, hey. The more ads we get, we can get it on the show, man. So big shout out to y'all. Thank you, Precise, for bringing that up, yeah, brother. Man. That was yeah, a great man. time yeah. to bring it up towards the end of the yeah. show. And like like we said before. Check us Tuesday. Yep. Live and direct. Live and direct. We will be there, VOH Basketball, man. We are the official podcast. We are doing big things, man. Yes, sir. We are bringing you great content, all types of content. Thank you for listening. Peace, love, and hair grease, (laughs) y'all. Peace. Thanks for listening. One.